is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, what's up? Welcome to The Monty Show on your YouTube machine. As always, we are presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business hello good to see you guys thanks for being here um make sure you get to the advocates.com where you can chat with an attorney 24 7 365 and it, it, you guys today here in the great state of jatha high atop the monte show office compound penthouse pimp pad uh it is a rainy gloomy cold day accidents are happening we were driving to hit terrible golf shots this morning and the freeways were packed with accidents. If you get in an accident, you need to think about the advocates, theadvocates.com, where you can chat with an attorney live online for free. It won't cost you a dime because at the advocates, you never pay a consultation fee and you never reach into your pocket to pay the advocates because you only pay the advocates when and if they win your case at theadvocates.com. Uh, a couple pieces of lawn dairy to take care of. Tomorrow we are on. Uh, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern uh, for three hours tomorrow uh, to wrap up our week. Also, uh, thank you very much. Uh, we hit 60,000 subscribers uh, yesterday afternoon, late or evening, same thing. Uh, yesterday, we had 60,000 subscribers. Uh, it was a year and three weeks ago that we hit 10,000 subscribers. Yeah! So in less than a calendar year, we have put on 50,000 subscribers on this channel. Phenomenal. And Let's we go, appreciate baby. you guys. Uh, please make sure you hit the like button. Uh, that is a huge, huge part of us um, getting to 60,000 yesterday. We had almost, a, I think we had 600 likes on the show yesterday. If you are here now, if you're one of the 149 people watching the show, please hit like. Uh, it really helps the channel grow. Uh, huge news brewing uh, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Does the NCAA have a gambling problem? And now I don't know how you say that it does not. Uh, that is because Kayshawn Booty, the uh, current New England Patriot and former LSU Tiger wide receiver, was a prolific gambler, allegedly, during his time at Louisiana State University, go Tigers. He bet hundreds of thousands of dollars, according to reports, in accounts under fake names because he was not 21 years old, which is the age of gambling, uh, or legally, you have to be 21 to gamble. He was not. He bet on everything from college football to LSU football. He placed prop bets on his own performance, which he lost. This was a massive gambling operation, and it flew under the radar without detection for several years. And now here we are in January of 2024, and he has surrendered himself. He is in jail and going through a process that is going to ultimately see him facing felony charges. This is a big deal, Jake. How big of a deal is gambling in the NCAA? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, obviously it's it's a big deal. I mean, the, the Alabama scandal uh, in the baseball program, obviously, 
you know, was the last major one. I, you know, I look at really whether it's gambling or integrity of the game, just generally speaking, right? Like, cause you look at what booty did here and, and like he just said, like you're gambling on your own performance, man. Like, like that affects that. That's an integrity of the game issue. In addition to just simply, uh, illegal gambling. Right. And, you know, in this case, computer fraud. So to me, you know, I, I, I look at it and I say, yeah, how is there not a gambling problem in, in the NCAA? Like we have it, it seems like multiple times a year where it comes out. It's not unique to any, any type of program. It could be LSU. It could be Alabama. It could be anybody. And, and it seems like there's always somebody in the back office trying to get some money made. And that's what I just don't quite understand. What can the NCAA do about this? Because ultimately, well, you know, this is this is something that, you know, obviously went on. Uh, it went on undetected. And then it all kind of came out because he got reported. And so that's where it's like, hey, if he hadn't got reported, how long would this have gone on? By the way, I have to ask any chance he continued these activities in the league. Right. I mean, I know he hasn't been in the league forever, but I think that's something we got to ask, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's a huge problem. And 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 as someone who obviously follows college football closely, follows college athletics closely. You begin to wonder how many guys do this kind of thing. Is it widespread or is it isolated in, in pods? And some guys are just betting hundreds of thousands of dollars, but for the most part, people aren't doing this. That's what I think uh, we have to figure I, out. I think I have a hard time believing that I, I'll, I'll be frank with you. I know a lot of college athletes. I know a lot of professional athletes and, I would say more of them wager and bet than they don't. And I think you look at some of the numbers that Kayshawn Booty bet. We're talking about winning $385,600. Now, the lion's share of those winnings were, were re-bet and lost. He netted about $50,000 in winnings in two accounts. But look at the username, Booty 01 The other username was Booty 7 These accounts are alleged to have been his accounts that he set up under the name Kayla Fontenberry in this, in this case. Like, th this should have been pretty easily detective, and it's not, and it was not. This mm -hmm. was 2022 that we're talking about. Like, this is wild. And my opinion is, I think LSU likely faces no penalty on this. But the, the NCAA has to make a decision. Are you going to take gambling seriously? Because if you think this is only a football problem, you're crazy. If you don't recognize that basketball players, football players, stick and ball athletes, they all watch football. They all watch baseball. They all watch sports in general. Competitive people are competitive people across the board. Jake will tell you, I am as competitive as anybody else. Golf, um, loudest farting, you name it. Right. I right. am, but it, quite literally, I if, if I am doing something, why do you think I don't like playing board games? Because if I don't win the board games, it pisses me off, <laughs> right? Like I have yeah. had to try I have to laugh internally at myself when I <laughs> when I lose at Uno. I am a terrible ask Mrs. Monty about this. I am a terrible loser at board games. Yeah. Because I am competitive. 
and I am competitive at everything. And I, I'll be honest, I know guys like Keishawn Booty have to be competitive or they would not be where they are today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and guys like this are pervasive across the sports world, Major League Baseball players, NFL players. It, it, it is pervasive. And I don't know what the NCAA does about this. The other issue here is he was he was under the age of 21. He was 20 years old at the time. It's illegal. So he not only broke NCAA protocols, he broke he broke federal law. Yeah. And now he's going to find out his ass is in a jackpot here. And I, I'm I am curious. I am curious. Like, what percentage of college athletes do you think gamble on games? I mean, you know, I I hate to say it's more than fifty percent, but higher or lower than forty five percent. I think it's higher. I think, I, it's, I think higher. it's higher. I mean, I I think that you know I I. I you know, we can like, we can kind of dumb it down if you want and say, okay, well, this percentage doesn't gamble on their own performance versus that percentage. And like, the reality is like, like we're all always taught, like, like I, I don't love gambling just at all. Right. Like I'm not the guy that walks into the casino and is like, Hey, here's a hundy on 18 team parlay that'll net me 50 grand 10 years from now which i love i love it yeah and so i'm not that guy though right and so when i hear stories like this i think about it and i say damn dude like a this guy had bread b this guy was underage and c he got caught with multiple accounts trying to scheme the system and so so and I guess D, he was addicted to this, in my opinion. You don't bet that much and think you don't have a problem, in my opinion. And I'd also say that people who gamble, like in golf as an example, if you're playing like dollar a hole golf, I don't consider that the same gambling as this type of gambling, where you're you know, betting on your own performance, betting on everything under the sun, like it's two different things. So that's why I think it's bigger than just, hey, our athletes are gambling. Like, I don't know, where does he get all this money from? But, I mean, but it think, has like oh dude, dude, that's the that's the terrifying answer for the NCAA. You know where he gets the money from? The answer to that question is you don't want to know. Because if it's a loan shark, if it's somebody that's got their thumb on his mom. Uh, maybe it's, um, criminals, gang members, drug dealers, who knows? Is he laundering money for, through gambling? Like those are the nefarious under the table NIL potentially. You you don't want to know that. You don't want to know that. You don't want to know the answer to that. Right. I can tell you that I, I think that is the terrifying part, uh, of where that money came from. But you know what, dudes? Whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, I play prize picks every single day. Yeah, uh, that's gambling. I play, I play fantasy football. That's gambling. I play fantasy baseball. That's gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, I cannot tell you how many times in my younger years, uh, when I was a baseball player, and we would be on either bus trips or I can, shit, I can tell you that when I played in a golf tournament. Um, and we, we bet, uh, uh, you know, I think it was like 10 bucks a putt, 10 bucks a putt. And I don't even remember what the pot was. This was back in the nineties, but 
I mean, the, the pot was massive at the end of the day. I, I remember because I won it. But do you consider, <laughs> well, first of all, congratulations to you. That's awesome. Love that. <laughs> Number two, I, I don't consider that the same thing. Like, it is gambling. I it agree is. with that. But I don't consider, hey, me and my buddies are doing something or like, or as an example, a more relevant example. Hey, like you're on a baseball team and you and your boys between yourselves in person are like, hey, dude, you throw seven innings in less than three hits. I'll pay you a hundred bucks. I don't think you can do that. But like, that's not even the issue. The issue is the back of the bus card game. Yeah. Yeah. The the issue is the, you know, the the because I, I can tell you. <laughs> When I was a baseball player, man, we used to we used to gamble on everything. We used to put a cup five feet outside the dugout and spit seeds into it, and it, you know, like we played a, a, a that was constant. We 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 did that stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. That's that to me is not an issue as much as gambling on the back of an airplane or a bus that leads to guns in your locker room, or you know, that like K. Sean Booty betting, winning three hundred eighty five thousand dollars as a 20 year old college football player and the 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 obvious part of this is well then how many casinos are advertising how many sports books are in stadiums and arenas uh DraftKings, FanDuel, points bet but think about it look at look at our folks our our partners at 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 prize picks you can't flip on a tv or a radio during an nfl game and not hear about prize picks yep the official Fast. daily fantasy partner of the NFL. That's where this all becomes a real problem. And we already hear about all of this, you know, tinfoil hat wearing bro who thinks the NFL is fixed, right? It, it, it Every time a story like Kayshawn Booty comes out, it feels like it's a little more plausible that the NFL is fixed. Yeah, and I mean, how, how many years have we been talking about on and off that NBA officials bet on games point like, shaving in basketball yeah, games point shaving. Like, I mean, there, there, there's all kinds of examples. And so again, I think what makes this particular one worse is that he was underage and that it is college athletics. It's I mean, a federal crime. man. Yeah. And so, you know, like it's almost a thing, I guess for me where I'm like, Hey, like if you're a grown ass dude or athlete, and you're playing professional sports or whatever variety, and you want to go, you want to go gamble, dude. Like that's on you. You just, you better not get caught, right? That to me is much more of a black and white issue than, hey, this is a college kid who's underage, committing felonies, uh, winning a lot of money, admittedly, and like you said, he only netted at the end of the day like fifty grand, but that's still fifty grand. Like, good but at, he but won that's the issue. He placed wagers and won. And let's round it up to three hundred eighty-six thousand dollars. Give yeah. the guy a give the guy the benefit of the doubt. God damn it, he won three hundred eighty-six thousand dollars. Right? I mean, are you kidding me? A twenty-year-old kid. Yeah. My God, bro. Like the the money that we are talking about uh, in the Fontenberry account, a uh, hundred thousand nine hundred thirty-nine dollars deposited in twenty twenty-two. The account went on to win $386,000 on 1,520 bets. He, I, um, um, that's 1,520 bets. I'm for real. So this wasn't something where he was like, okay, you know what? Dude. Buddy didn't roll up to the slot machine and Listen, put in a lucky penny, dude. We, we got, we got Vandy coming to the, to Death Valley. 
Uh, we're about to put some swoop ass on him. Let me bet on my yards and touchdowns. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. That's not what this was. <laughs> my man, you bet fifteen hundred and twenty. What is what is that per Dude. day? If, if you think about just the the volume. It, I mean, Kayshawn Booty must have been struggling in the classroom, dude. Because in a uh, in a year, he's betting four point two times per day. Um, That's four point two bets per day um, for um, my guy. Wow, that's wild. But do you see what I mean? How 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 pervasive it is? Like, so I know four point two times a day doesn't seem like a lot, but think about like. Like God. you're going through your day as a college student, right? And you know, you've got class after class, maximum classes in a day is like five or six. So basically it's like, Hey, go to class. Let's place a bet. Go to class, place a bet, go to class, eat some lunch, go to class, place a bet, right? Like, Oh, I just got done with the weight room. Let's place a bet. That's average. If 4.2 is average, that means you bet seven or eight times on some days, bro. Class, like, uh, your girlfriend, which is a full-time job. Um, being a college football player, which is a full-time job. My God, my God, right? I, it, like, you're, you're, Hey, all right. Practice is over. Whew, we got meetings in five minutes, wide receiver room. Okay. I'll be right there. By, like you're checking your phone. Hey, by the way, I just want to point out how clutch was it that he had the Heisman winner on his team, bro. Throwing him the football. Hey, I wonder, let me just check this out real quick. A uh, Kyrie playing tonight. Like, Tell me that's not what you're I, come on. Dude. Come on. That's that's wild. How much of a problem do you guys think this is? How big of a deal is this? Matt Ritson first went in today. I play bingo. It's is that gambling, Monty? Yes, it is. It is. I've played bingo a couple times. And Mrs. Monty will probably I tend to remember or I remember we were at a casino for some this girl's birthday playing bingo. And we had a few cocktails. I don't think that was gambling. I think that was fighting off a nap. But then in when we lived in Los Angeles, we were at a gam, we were at a, I said gambling hall. We were at a bingo <laughs> hall for something else. And it was actually fun. You're like sitting there, dude, dude, uh, E38. Whoa, whoa. Uh, uh, uh. Will you call out D69? Right. And D69 never comes. Is it possible that they could ride the D? But no, they didn't. But Mabel sure f never mind. Anyway, the point is F16. Yeah. Right? That yeah. Uh Paulo for five dollars. You need to stop the advertising on pro sports leagues. DraftKings, MGM, ESPN bet. This is affecting college as well. But here's here's my issue. Yeah. And I'm going to say this, and please do not detonate the entire Monty sphere because <laughs> public service announcement. This shit is not about the Second Amendment. Okay. Everybody is outraged. Do you want freedom or do you not want freedom? Because this is, again, Paulo, I, there's merit in this discussion. But we're free-thinking adults, and we want to do. We want to have the right to do whatever we want. Right. I, I, if I want to, if I want to place a bet on MGM, bet MGM, I should be able to. And if you know, Q 
Kayshawn Booty can't control himself and he bets four times a day on average. Like that still amazes me on average, dude. Four times a day. Um, that's that's his freedom to do that. Not if he's a college athlete, it's not because he signs away uh, an agreement not to do that. But just because Kayshawn Booty can't control himself doesn't mean that I should have to not have the ability to. Why you don't know. we? Why don't we ban smoking? Why don't we ban drinking? Why don't we ban marijuana? Well, these things are bad for us. We, my point is, do you want freedom or do you not? Do we have soldiers dying in forward territories? Do we have we have soldiers taking heavy fire in Iraq on on bases? Aren't they there so we can have freedom? Right? Like you you think about what freedom really is, and all of a sudden, we yes, don't, Americans. We don't really have freedom. Uh-huh. Right? So you just have to kind of go, you have to you really think about when you say, you know, hey, we need to stop advertising on pro sports leagues. Why? Bro, we all make choices. Don't tell me this dude didn't know this was wrong. Well, if he did, if, but Jake, he didn't know it was wrong. He, he just signed up for counts with the name Kayla Fon, uh, Fortenberry because, you know, he, he, you know, schemers trying to control their little world. Now, I don't know Kayshawn Booty, but I'm going to say when you're trying to hide your activity, don't sign up with the name Tanisha Booty, which was the name he used allegedly, to sign up for his other account with the name Kayshawn Booty 7 as his username. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Shut the f- <laughs> I, I had... <laughs> that me? What do you mean? How could you ever link that back to me? Well, uh, hey, look, Booty. Uh, you know, the name says Tanisha Booty, um, and it, it, it says Kayshawn Booty 7 as a username. Doesn't make you feel responsible. I don't know anything about that. Shut the fuck up. Donnie, you're out of your element. And he wins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gee, Gary, he accidentally bet an $8,900. <laughs> it was an accident. My finger slipped, bro. Yeah, you guys know I have terrible hands. I don't catch a cold around here. Right. I, it was, it, I, the phone was in my pocket. It butt bet. Like, what it you, butt bet. It butt bet. <laughs> I mean, I got three legs. That's why all of them were a three leg parlay, sir. Yeah, bro. Like, what do you, Scock? I don't know. I love it. I don't recall. Hey, uh, do you remember those 8,900 bets placed on your accounts? No, I don't recall. No, I guess not. Where's that $50,000? What $50,000? The one you withdrew um, from those accounts? It just turns out I'm good with calculations. That- <laughs> I don't recall. Did you bet? I don't recall. Yeah, <laughs> are you struggling with memory? Uh, no. Hey, can you tell me what you did against Alabama in that game in week seven? Yeah, dude, do you remember that crossing route where I went up the seam and I broke it out and then it was a double move and I went I'm to the house? Real. I'm for real. Oh, I, I remember that too, but you don't remember the 8,900 times you bet? No, I don't recall. Like it's amazing to me. How, um, do, is I there? Pl- I don't know. I, I I don't know if. Uh, uh, I don't know quite. Uh, I don't quite know how to answer uh, that. To be honest. Uh, <laughs> go Tigers! It's an own question, right? We need that. We need the Dave Chappelle video where he knocks over the water cup or the water pitcher and he runs out of the like. 
Bro. <laughs> yeah, Gumby. What happened? The username Macaque Booty Seven was taken. <laughs> Right. Like that's the thing that always amazes Dude. me about these wannabe hiders. Right. Like, okay, Jimmy Smith. Now I and it could be a coincidence, but not Jimmy Smith was the username on the account. Are you sure it wasn't Jimmy Smith? It was like, at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Right. <laughs> I it's unbelievable to me. And the thing I wonder is, does he have a gambling problem? Because you won yourself, what was what was the number you you won yourself? Um, I think it was three hundred eighty six thousand dollars, but you gambled it away. That's out of the window to the point where you lost three hundred eighty six thousand five hundred and forty seven dollars. Hold on, how many? How much is that per bet? Can we do that too, yeah. real quick, bro? What is that per bet? I don't that know that this winning. equates because he had multiple accounts, remember? Uh, oh, that's right. Well, we can divide it by two then. You know, they're important too. Let's go 600 divided by 8,900. It's about 43 bucks a bet. So he wasn't betting a little so bit of money. Like it's, but, but it's not an outlandish amount of money per time either. Oh, right? it wouldn't cause red flags like a $10,000 bet. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, somebody put down 10 grand on Kayshawn Booty to score five touchdowns today. <laughs> like, he's. I mean, he's stupid to a point, apparently. Kayshawn Booty Seven's my username, right? And the FBI goes to his dorm, and what do you know? His uh, Wi-Fi password is Kayshawn Booty Seven. <laughs> Funny how that yeah, works. Yeah. Funny how that works. Coincidence? Are you sure? Bro. I don't remember. I, or I, I mean, I, I don't recall. I can't tell. Um, I misremember. I can't. I'm, I'm a, you know, CTE, bro. You know it is like, what it is, dude. Dude, like, what are you doing? Gumby fresh out. Dude lost money faster than Arizona football. Wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. You, sir, that is cold blood. Bro, this is the energy I'm here for today. That wow. was awesome. Jeff Woodworth, he invested <laughs> in Balake Corum's LLC, probably. The Buffalo Hunter, Hugh Janus. Hugh Janus. Exactly right. <laughs> OG Gary, one report said he had an eight-leg parlay on himself and lost. Yes, he did. <laughs> he had, and I think I still have the report right here. He had um, he had bet on himself. Where is it? Um, to 82 and a half receiving yards. Booty, uh, he he prop betted on himself for Kayshawn Booty anytime touchdown. And Kayshawn Booty, 82 and a half receiving yards in the season opener against Florida State in 2022. Whoops. Yeah, both wagers were part of an eight-leg parlay, you prick. Right? Like, <laughs> Not what? one or two or three, eight. Neither of those player props bets <laughs> would have hit as Booty finished with two oh, catches and 20 dude. yards. Yeah, you like yourself some Kayshawn Booty, don't you, Kayshawn Booty? An eight late, like okay. I give the guy credit for just the pure arrogance, but <laughs> an eight leg parlay, dude. In all seriousness, what kind of jag bag bets themselves <laughs> in an eight leg par? Okay, well, let's see. Kayshawn Booty, anytime touchdown. Duh, we're getting I like think three I think every time. Uh, 82 and a half receiving yards, more, right? Right, like uh, 86 targets in the first quarter, more. Dude. 
Imagine dude walking into the huddle and and Daniels is like, all right, XYZ banana. We're throwing this one left. Sorry, Keisha. All right, Jimmy, this one's for you. Go route. What do you mean, mother? Give me the football, man. There's only four minutes left. I need a 60 yard touchdown right now. Right now. Screw you, Jimmy. Give it to the booty. Oh my god, that would be so much pressure. Dude. Oh my god. I can't even imagine. Um, Scott of Greywater Watch. Addictions are pretty serious issues, and it's going to get worse. It is going. I don't I, I think it's strong to say that Kayshawn Booty's a gambling addict, but I don't know how you placed 89 bets in a calendar year. That's four bets a day. Seems a little no, upset. 1500. What? 1500 bets. No, it? no, eighty nine hundred bets. Oh, eighty nine hundred. Sorry, I, sorry. I Over I a year you. is yeah. four bets. It like it's yeah. wild, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Butler, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I bought an app that placed all those trades for me. Like, Better send those oh, refunds. Man. You know what? I was just chilling in the crib. You know, I'm delicious to the hose, and and all of a sudden, <laughs> here comes the FBI breaking down my door, and I'm like, what did I do? And they're like, you're a gambling addict, and I'm like, well, no, I'm not. And they're like, yeah, you are. And I said, no, I'm not. And we just kind of, and they wouldn't believe me. And I didn't see a warrant, Your Honor. Oh, my God, dude. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No. No, I'm not. Uh, Where? How does this end well for you, sir? Oh, that's right. It doesn't. This case is empty. You're going to do a nickel upstate. Empty. The opposite of full. Speaking of being delicious for the hose. (laughs) He's not going to jail. Uh, Aaron Wilson, Mike Hawk, 69. Okay. His cock. Uh, Bryce Martin, CT is a hell of a thing. <laughs> Your honor. Do you know how many hits I've taken? <laughs> then why'd you bet on yourself all those times, Mr. Booty? You think Jaden Daniels gets hit a lot. That boy got trucked into Poughkeepsie. Oh <laughs> uh, Brad, I'm still catching up, but maybe we just make it legal, but only let them bet on themselves to win. I think if you are a every college athlete gets educated, um, goes to a symposium where gambling is talked about, just like in the NFL, and they are well aware they are not allowed to gamble, not allowed to wager, and they just keep doing it. Uh, th- Mark three twenty four booty is just another LSU Mensa member. Hey, <laughs> just like OG Gary. Uh, he, the Michigan fan. He's in LSU. Who the f*** is that guy? You know, uh, I did not inhale, James said. I did not have sexual relations. I did not inhale. Dead. I did not listen to me again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. But, sir, she did give you a little blowy, right? Well, that's not sexual relations. <laughs> okay, Are you Bill. out of your goddamn mind? Bill, just a quick question. When I said <laughs> sexual relations... Did that mean that you're inoculated like Aaron Rodgers? Or did that mean that Blowy isn't? I want you to listen to me. I I'm going to say this again. I did not inhale, but but she did. Like, for instance. Okay. Uh, conundrum. <laughs> Dude, it's only been 33 minutes and we're in trouble. Should have opened a vacuum LLC in Wyoming. That's yeah, that's I'm a lot saying, of money. Bro. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Joseph Carruthers, how to avoid having a gambling problem. Don't start. Ding. Sean Mirzinski, do you think Brian Kelly knew? And if so, what does the NCAA do? If he didn't know, part of your job is to know. But now here's the thing. 
I'm going to guess, and this is a stretch. This, it, it, admittedly, this is a, a, this is a big stretch. Okay, I'm going to guess he didn't use his normal mom phone as they, as athletes typically call them, the phone your mom calls you on. <laughs> right? They have burners for a reason. Right. So if, if you look at, if you look at. God damn. I mean, it's impressive, dude. Like, bro. It, it, it I guess. <clears throat> but I mean, he's amounted to nothing with the Patriots, right? Five games, two passes, 19 yards. But it was against NCAA rules at the time for Booty to. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what you do here. I, I'm going to guess Brian Kelly would not have known. This isn't, hey, your assistant coach is out stealing signs. By the way, his base salary with the Patriots this year is 750 grand. We are in the wrong business. Are you kidding Buddy, me? Buddy, what did you say he did? Five catches? Like, dude, <clears throat> come on, man. Come on, man. Seven targets. He made $100,000 every time a pass was thrown to him. And by the way, his signing bonus was 46000 So just saying. God damn. Christy, ML, uh, whoa, MLB, uh, we found this account, Pete Rose, 4256 hits. Uh, Pete Rose, hmm, that's weird. I wonder who, whose account that is. <laughs> like, wow, I'm flattered they would. <clears throat> uh, Bryce Martin, $40 a bet, Jake. Yeah. Jake struggles at math. It's cold in here. He doesn't want to take his shoes off. Yeah. Uh, dude lost money faster than Arizona football. See, I read that one already. My, yeah. my bad. Uh, Bryce Martin, 40 times 4.2 per day equals 200 a day and 1,400 a week. Bro. Wild, dude. Um, That's crazy. Big blue horses. It was his duty to please the booty. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a poet now? Is that the catchphrase for the Clinton administration? Damn. Robert Fowler. I bet his bookies loved making them booty calls when he lost. See, like yes, booty yes, calls. Yes. Yeah, like Kayshawn booty, but then booty as an actual booty. Yeah, not on the mom phone either. I'm going <laughs> to Aaron Wilson, Mike Hawk stays hard 6969. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, Jack says he got two first downs. <laughs> Oh my God. Like, uh, what are we doing? Dude? I'm still trying to get over the fact that this dude put his pads on and played in games for LSU. Damn well knowing what he had to do. Okay. There's nine minutes left in a fourth quarter. <laughs> How am I going to get go tigers <laughs> to call a certain play? <laughs> Part of this parlay I put down today. If memory does serve me correctly is a uh, Kayshawn booty fourth quarter <laughs> targets. And I've got zero and I need three, right? <laughs> you um, cannot tell me that he didn't, it, it, allegedly, he wasn't thinking about that. You know. Well, damn, dude, we're almost at the half, and I don't have a catch yet. And I need eight. I'm probably going to get piped tonight, <laughs> right? Like, now you know how I feel on prize picks. Uh, Edward Wayner says, like number 72, let's go. Uh, 1,200 views on the program so far. We're at 77 likes, 289 on, viewers right now. Let's go. 
Uh, do we have to do the Amazon giveaway to get to? Uh, I am not. Beyond. I mean, we'll give you another chance if you want. I mean, yesterday was, you know, I mean, you guys did well overall, but you just didn't hit the mark fast enough. Okay. So there's two, let's call it, if we add 200, um, if we add 200 likes, we'll call this the Kayshawn Booty incentive. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I want more. Omaha. If we get 200 likes, so if we get to, from right now, if we get to 285 likes in three minutes, three minutes, we'll give away a $100 Amazon gift card right now. Let's go. Right now. Right now. Do it. So that's, that, there's 285, the there's 285 people watching the show. Um, And hey, if you guys will give away a $100 Amazon gift card, if we get to 285 likes in the next two and a half minutes. Let's go, baby. On your mark, get set, go. <clears throat> wow, bro. <laughs> Dude, like... I think the internet's not working. We got <laughs> like how does that even happen? Anyway, do it. We... <laughs> Is this thing on, bro? Uh, I don't. To wrap this up real quick, I I don't think that. I don't believe that the NCAA cares if they have a gambling problem because I think they know that gambling makes them money. So I don't necessarily believe that there's some big push where they're like, oh, dude, we got to do something about this. I'm going to say that's not the case. But at what point do you have to fortify integrity of the game? Like the Michigan thing, now yeah. this came out, the Alabama scandal where Buddy had a bookie at Great American Ballpark. But like, again, I don't think they care. I don't think that I don't think that the that the NCAA is focused on, hey, let's, you know, let's um let's let's you know, let why don't we here's something crazy. Why don't we make sure that the game is level and there's no point shaving and no bookies are pushing down on 20-year-old kids at LSU. Um it, let's let's get some integrity in the game. Yeah, I don't right, believe dude. that's a conversation that's ever happened. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, all right, you have one minute to get eighty more likes, and I'll give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card right oh, now. Man, just hit the like button. It's not. It doesn't even cost you anything. Bastin Mapes, Kellen Moore interviewing for the Eagles OC seems perfect. It is perfect. We got to coming up in five minutes. We got to talk about Bill Belichick, who looks like he's not going to get a job this year. Um. Bill Belichick will not be coaching in the NFL this year. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, BJs aren't sexual relations. They're just part of the massage. Signed, Deshaun Watts. <laughs> <laughs> Walked right into that one, didn't we? Walked right into that one. Washcloth king. Why don't you Why don't you ask your wife what she thinks of it? Honey, uh, I'm honey, just, honey. I'm, I'm just curious. Um, is a little blowy cheating on you? <laughs> I mean, listen, Shelly at the office, uh, that's cheating on you. Macaque. <laughs> I, I think it's hysterical that some dudes are like, well, I, I mean, there was, I felt nothing for her. You know, it just, we were in the broom closet. Things <laughs> happen. You know, the mop, the bucket, the blowy, like it happened. Like, <coughs> I'm amazed. I'm amazed by that. Dolomite, you can't say that. You're going to get us in trouble again. Well, you know, Booty is a receiver in college, but a tight end in jail. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. What is wrong with you? 
Well, uh, dude, is okay, it? Okay, that is incredible. Is it bro. cold and dark in Alaska? Yes, yes. You can't say that. Yes. Sean bro. Rollins, my grandpa's Verizon flip phone. Okay, that's what he was using, <laughs> right? Um, let's see. I already read that one. Jacob Steinecker, uh, when bitch again getting taken to the trash heap. Okay. Okay. You, you messed up the flow, dude. Sorry. Can't do it. You dub Jim. Easy come, easy go. I've heard that about you. I mean, it's not <laughs> something you should be ashamed of. Oh, wait, there's more. Uh, it Isn't was there always. It was NIL or under the table funds. SEC is year ahead of everyone else when it comes to paying players. I don't know about that. I see. I just I don't think it's got to be like some huge nefarious thing, like they cheated or, you know, come on, yeah, yeah. come on. Uh, we we did not. Me- we we are. 67 like yeah, short dude uh, it just is what it is man you guys well, aren't you're not knocking it down we'll try it again next hour whoa boss frog what did you do here's my 285 dollar giveaway for 285 likes congrats on 60k i hit some big parlays on some lsu games <laughs> oh dude. well i appreciate you boss frog thank you bro boss frog i have to ask you this did you know who Kayshawn Booty was last year. He has no idea. <laughs> no idea. Nobody knows who Kayshawn Booty is. That's the best heart. Uh, Robert Fowler, hit the like button, newbies and casuals. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, coming up in three minutes, we'll talk Bill Belichick. Let's see. Uh, dude, 60,000 casuals. Yeah, man. How about that? You're a casual. 60,000. We are at 60,295 subscribers on this channel. What did you say it was? Like 50,000 and change in a year? 50,000. We got to, um, in February of 2023, we got to 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. And now we've added 50,295 more in less than a year. It's crazy. Chris George, I liked it as soon as I got in the chat. Let's go, people. Hey, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Elaine Tran says, booyah. What's up? Harry Austin, how are you? Done on the backup. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. The eye patch. Good afternoon to you. Right now, let's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Damn it. Uh, let's see. Gifted. Look at that. Aaron Wilson gifted a Monty Show membership. Let's go, baby. Thank you. Jeff Woodworth and Dark and Cold. Jeff, what's your weather condition in Alaska right now? Boss Frog donating a lot of sexy time books for Mike to pick for James. Okay. That feels awkward. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, Joseph Carruthers. I don't think I've seen that booty before. See what he did there. So, so it, I, I haven't seen that booty before. My fucking ass. Peaches. Uh, discernment bear. 60 K a wall. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, uh, raise your hand. If you were here when they hit 10 K. Yeah. Yeah. It present way to go. Mark Hales. Appreciate you. Harry Austin. The LSU did not even know about K Sean, uh, booty. That's the crazy part. Winky face. Is it not a winky? They thing? didn't know. It is. They didn't know. They yeah. had no idea. Right. Even if you did, you know. Uh, Tanner Plummer raises his hand. Jeff Wilder says, Anthony, that's a big responsibility getting a membership from Aaron. You better come hard. Well, come on, dude. How, like, hey, you are on <clears throat> one today. Bro, dude. We know these guys are going to come uh, a, a lot. lot. <laughs> OG Gary. They say to always bet on yourself. When I did, I lost an eight-leg parlay. <laughs> <laughs> this cat bet on an eight-leg parlay on him. How? Would you ever bet an eight-leg? Okay, let's see. Eight-leg parlay. Uh, Monty show F-bomb. 
Um, more. Uh, <laughs> right? New goal, 100K subs by the end of 2024, maybe. Minus seven in sunny Alaska. Damn. I was complaining about 36 and rain in Salt Lake City today. Gumby with the hand up. Elaine Tran, OG Gary. Hello, Billy. What's up, Hello, Billy? Up, buddy? Good to see you. Boss Frog, of course I did. I bet the I bet him under in yards on a prop bet in the FSU game. You Kidding. Know. Boarding a plane to Florida. Thanks, J2H. Oh, oh fly dude. safely, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate you, bro. To- totally jelly. Uh, Eric Wasikowski from Plymouth Canton. Okay, now, Eric, again, you have a chance to redeem yourself here. Show me what you got. Booty going to get his booty clapped in jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it, Wasikowski. <laughs> Maury, Elaine, Mr. Preston, the car is Ew. humming. Cliffy, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, humming. That is nice. Humming. Of course, Mr. Preston, the greatest mechanic in the business. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, Andy says, hand pink waving. Okay, Andy. Okay. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, I was still waiting for that Atari. There you go. It's a video game giveaway reference. Uh, Close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and prize picks. Exactly. (laughs) Except, dude, I got so... Okay, first of all, all hail... Devin Booker and the Phoenix Second Suns. of all, why did you talk me out of book last night? <laughs> hey, man, you know, uh, what do you think? You think KD or book? Oh, KD, he's going off, bro. Yeah, he's going off, dude. Should have taken Grant Williams, bro. I should have took Devin Booker. <laughs> Grant Williams on the under, dude. <laughs> You're a jerk. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I've been around a year. Love it. Elaine Tran, you got to be addicted if you want parlays, dude. If you went par- and on yourself. Bro, parlays are gnar, man. I love There's, parlays. Yeah, but like, dude, I, I can get down with three or four legs, but eight legs seems a little excessive. See, Maury, you don't have to be mean-spirited. 78 and sunny here in Florida today. Bro, what are you doing? How about that? Is it? And it's probably crazy, but I think I do have some seasonal, not depression, but I, I'm done with winter, man. Jake and I were talking while I was more just bitching and moaning about it at the range this morning. Um, When I was saying, hey, I'm done with this cold, man. I'm done with it. I'm open, My flipping hand is my killing me. out here hitting golf balls on the range today, and he goes... He goes, F winter. I'm done with winter. <laughs> I hate living here. I want to live in Florida. Like, come on, dude. I just want sun. <laughs> Sunny and 70 every day. Wow. Every day. Can't afford it. Uh, Carruthers, uh, half is over under usually for the number of times Monty drops an F-bomb. Well. You're not wrong. Uh, Brandon Butler, uh, some of us were there before 500. Yes, you were. Q Sam. What's up, Q Sam? Good to see you. Brandon, yeah, Brandon, you've been a long time. Yeah, bro, a long, long time. time. Uh, Scott of Greywater Watch, what's worse, gambling on yourself or your team or sign stealing? All of it. Uh, Boss Frog, Robert, yes, of course, first class seat 1A. Seat 1A is the only seat I sit in. Goated. And, yeah, it's the only one. Uh, OG Gary Jaden, please get me on this go route. Please. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, come on. Tell me Jaden Daniels didn't know. He had to, dude. He had to. Of course he did. Do Fat you know Jesus. what that's like these days? Hello, Fat Jesus. Uh, Dwight Lilly, uh, gambling scandal. Does this chase Kelly to the Michigan job? Nobody's chasing anybody to the Michigan job. I, you know, like, first of all, Sharon Moore's, as, we, as we've been telling you, 
because we're right about everything first and last. Um, Sharon Moore, that's his job. That's his job. Yeah. So I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even, I, with all due respect to Brian Kelly, who I think is a very average coach. Uh, oh, I, Notre Dame recruiting is going to fall off the table. Yeah. Uh, they've already got the number one class in 2025 lined up. I think we're 10th in recruiting in 2024. Y'all feel me? Mr. Can't Count to 10 is doing okay. Tanner Plummer, uh, Laurie and Sexton are going to go off tonight. Mark it down. We'll talk about that coming up in a few minutes. Uh, Sean Rollins, the Mavs were all in first half. Yeah. Luca is such a POS. He is. Uh, Like the guy makes me crazy. My name is Luca. Gabe Ledley, yes, please hit the like button. Um, appreciate all of you doing that. Shouty, what's up, y'all? What's up, Shouty? For those here in Utah who like the warm weather, it's going to get to 50 degrees next week. Sadly, we need the snow. No, we're good on snow right now. Uh, Kaufman, the Rolex 24 is going to be around 80 in Florida. I love the Rolex. Yeah, the Rolex is nice, dude. Mike Smith, Mountain Mama, take me home. Um, uh, it's actually got to 60 today in my neck of the woods. Crazy weather crazy not florida come to texas lots of barbecue football and no state income tax and a lot Hi, this is james welcome back and a lot of dead people floating in the river uh more okay probably damn bro much. um you are welcome down here cost of living is less than salt lake city yes it is my wife would never move to florida yeah there are certain yeah. No. Uh, Joshua Mose taking my boys to the Grizzlies Saturday. Any tips for a first game? Don't get hit in the face with a puck. No, you're good. I do. It's a great time. It is enjoyable. It's it's a great quality of hockey. Like you'll love it. Tanner Plummer. I grew up in Utah, so I'm a winter lover. It depresses me when we have winter where there's no snow. We actually have decent snow. We are in a dry period. High pressure from the south. Yeah. Not, not very dry. You look at what happened in Southern California the last few days, dude. Dude, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Carruthers, I get seasonal depression. It gets rainy, dark here in the PNW. 70s and sunny sounds really nice right now. I, I do think that's what's happening. The oddity now is I'm not snowboarding now. And I live in a community where... You in the wintertime, you snowboard or you ski. And every other year I've snowboarded and I golf now. And I haven't I haven't gone riding this year. And I don't know that I will. I probably will, but uh 51 in North Central Ohio. Okay. Really, it's 51 in Ohio. What are we doing? The weather cycle's crazy. Um, to be fair, Brian Kelly killed a guy. I've heard that allegedly uh drew does her 50 fog and rain today in columbus ahaya last week it was like seven degrees <laughs> why is everybody sick i have no idea how that happened uh bryce martin i joined back when utah was worried about academic funding uh over the burning ship that was the pac-12 <laughs> okay Damn. okay uh tanner Plummer, brian kelly's average but he's a former domer money and, and i hated every minute of him being the head coach at notre dame because we were never going to win a big game yeah you remember that alabama schlacking we're never going to win a big game brian kelly will get you there he just can't win the game notre dame our mother just can't win the game you know uh come to the midwest where you get every season of the year every day no i used to 
grow up in Chicago and I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Edward Wayner, will Utah get an expansion NHL team? Ask me in about 20 minutes when we talk about the quality and uh, girth of the Utah Jazz owner. Probably too much. Too much? Probably, Probably too much. Probably. Uh, big shout out to our guy, Chris Risden. He joined a member of the show. Oh. Let's go. Appreciate you. All right. Let's talk about Bill Belichick real quick because did you guys, I don't know if you guys saw this story. Uh, but Bill Belichick is not going to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Now, listen, I think there is a lot of folks that you could have hired for that job. And I personally am not somebody that is judgmental. That's a lie. Um, but it is amazing to me that you are not. You are like, I can't, I'm struggling to say you hired Raheem Morris um, to be your head coach in Atlanta over Bill Belichick. Dude, like Raheem Morris has never proven to be a good head coach and he's a really good defensive coordinator. And I'm just, I'm just curious, like, what are we doing? In this in this day and age in the NFL, and I don't pretend to be. I, I'm just little Monty, the talk show host. Right. I'm not hiring Raheem Morris, and I'm certainly not hiring Raheem Morris instead of Bill Belichick. It. it I think that is absolutely ludicrous. It's a terrible decision. I, I. I don't know how you like. I would understand it more if you went with a, you know, a, a pure offensive guy. You know, if you were like, hey, like we didn't want to have, you know, a defensive minded head coach and we love Bill Belichick, but yeah. obviously, you know, he's a defense first guy. And, you know, we've had some quarterback issues since Matt Ryan and even before that. But like, you know, we want to go with an offensive guy. I'd understand it. But but you hired a defensive guy. And what I don't understand is you're also, with all due respect to Raheem, you're taking a huge risk here in a time when you haven't done anything. You haven't contended. You haven't been, I mean, you've been Marcus Mariota. Uh, you've been, you know, whatever they've been like, what, five wins, I think six wins, maybe like Raheem Morris is 17 and 31 as a head coach in the league. And I understand he's got ties and familiarity with the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, he was the interim head coach. He was on the staff where Tom Brady piped you um, and ended the legacy of Matt Ryan. I totally get it. They fired Dan Quinn. He was the interim head coach. Totally get it. Why didn't you hire him then? He went on to be a really good defensive coordinator with the Rams. Totally get it. But what is it that you've seen in a franchise that has routinely made bad decision after bad decision what is it that you saw this time in Raheem Morris that made you think he was a better option than Bill Belichick? I, I struggle with it. I, I mean, I, I look at the Atlanta Falcons who perpetually disappoint. And it's because you don't have a quarterback. It's because you don't, you have great running backs. You have a lot of talent, but you have no way to get him the football. Uh -huh. Right. Uh, you hired a defensive guy. Do you think he's going to fix your offensive problems? No, 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 absolutely not. 
And again, I would remind you, what did he do when he was with the Atlanta Falcons? Raheem Morris. Does anybody know what his job was? Was it, you know, the defensive coordinator like he was at K-State and the LA Rams? Was it, you know, defensive backs coach like he was at Hofstra? No. You know what his his last position there was? Um, Assistant head coach and passing game coordinator, Um, and then wide receiver coach. Yeah. And he was so good on offense that he went and became a prolific defensive coordinator for the Rams. This is dumb. This is dumb. And I'm not, when we go through these hires, I I say to myself, okay, the Philadelphia Eagles want to interview Kellen Moore. Makes total sense. Hundo P makes total sense. You hired Vic Fangio to be your defensive coordinator. Makes total sense. You hired Raheem Morris to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Makes no sense. Hell out of here with that. It's a bad hire. You hired Jim Harbaugh to be the head coach of the LA Chargers. Makes total sense. You hired Raheem Morris to be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Never mind. You've got the... I don't know, Bobby Slowicks of the world out there. Who still doesn't like, have a job. You've got, you know, like you have options. And I I don't, this is where I say bad organizations are bad for a reason, dude. And and honestly, like I, it's the decisions you make when you're down that decide just how high you're able to go. And I look at this and I say, hey, dude, maybe Raheem is, you know, that firecracker that nobody in the league sees coming and they're going to be amazing. Somehow I doubt that. And somehow I doubt that you're going to be prolific in what is a pretty mediocre ass division. And to me, I look around the league and I say, hey, dude, that hire changes nothing about the league. The Falcons are still going to be bad. That division is still going to be mediocre, and we'll see you next year. I mean, that's what the hire is, and I feel bad saying that because I'm not trying to make it personal with Raheem, but the guy just isn't the 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 best skill set and fit for what the Atlanta Falcons need. So that's why I say, okay, maybe ownership was like, we just want to hire someone we're comfortable with. We just want to hire a caretaker. We're going to keep making that bread because that's what I go back to. And for everything that Jerry Jones messes up pretty much on the regular, what does that guy do? Well, he makes a lot of money, sure, but he puts you in the playoffs pretty much every year. Now, do you ever win a Super Bowl? Not really. Are you always in the national media? Are you always trying to beat the piss out of the Eagles every year? Yep. Right? You think you think Jerry doesn't see the commanders coming? an improved team in that division. So my point is great. Go Falcons. You keep being a bad organization and being unimpactful in the league and bad owners like Jerry Jones or anybody else in the league are going to make better football decisions and be in the playoffs and make more money. And you're still not going to, you're not productive, bro. It's wild. That's what I don't understand. And I, and, and it's a shame Because, again, not that anybody cares about this. The Falcons were good when I was growing up. The Falcons were an organization where you were like, I remember 
And I know he did a bunch of bad stuff. I remember Mike Vick Falcon football. I remember those days. I remember Matt Ryan. I like, I remember when you were good, when you were postseason good, when well, I remember Matt Ryan, Peyton Manning, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady. I yeah. remember when you were good. Atlanta's a good sports town and deserves better than this. And next year, when you're a three win, four win team at the top of the draft, nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Yeah. And I also think you have to look at, at, Dave Canales getting hired in Carolina. I think that's a good hire. I'm a little surprised that Slowick didn't get that job. And I think what we're starting to see is some of these openings are running out of patience. And I mean, you look at Tennessee, now Carolina's gone, now Atlanta's gone. I mean, you're looking at, at essentially Washington, Seattle. Um, you know, I, I just think you're going through this now where you you just don't have time to wait. And the 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 really the really interesting thing is gonna be to see which way does Seattle go. Are you going with a defensive guy? I have to think you are. Dan Quinn is gonna interview up there again for a second time. Uh obviously Mike Vrabel is is very much in the mix there. It's just gonna be interesting to see what's left and who's left when those jobs get filled, because I think after this weekend, I'm really surprised that Ben Johnson hasn't gotten a job yet. Like that is, that is really surprising. And it'll be, it'll be very interesting. I think Canellis is a really interesting hire. Obviously he's getting a lot of love um, for the work that he did this season. I mean, you, you think about the job that he did with Baker Mayfield in that offense mm -hmm. and, you know, Baker had a very resurgent year this year until that last throw of the season. Um, but he had a very resurgent year this year. We'll we'll see what they do. I mean, it'd be surprised if Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick are not head coaches and Mike Vrabel is not a head coach, that'd be shocking. It would be. That would, would be, be shocking. But and part I, of that too is on them though. I mean, you can't tell mm -hmm. me that 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 they're looking at David Tepper and they're like, man. And I know that job's filled, but like what you know, when you're a candidate you're you're like wow that open job at the owner and situation. Carolina was the and... least attractive job in the NFL. Yeah, but the one thing you know is he's not going to fire you after a year. He cannot. That it just that that would be that would be very difficult for for him to do that. Yeah. I mean, I think UW fan Jim, uh, you guys have the best sources. UW has not announced their next DC yet. But yeah, but isn't it William Inge? I mean. I mean, the guy was at Fish's press conference in a UW polo and has openly said he wants a job on the new staff. And you don't have a better option. So I'd be a little surprised. I mean, they they it's been interesting at, at Washington. Jed's an interesting guy. I I I think we'll see. There are there are some there are some thoughts. One of the other thing I think is so interesting is I think when when the Detroit Lions get knocked out of the playoffs or hey maybe when they win the Super Bowl mm -hmm. when they're done they have a lot of assistants on their staff that I think will be candidates for college. There's a ton of uh position coaches open in college. That that Bama's got some, I think Texas finally filled their last one today or yesterday, there are some good jobs open. 
I, I and I haven't looked at that UW position in a while. I haven't heard. I'll be honest with you. I haven't heard two words about that job. But I would be a little surprised if if Jed Fish didn't have a guy lined up. I'm sure he does. Yeah. yeah. But you know, Jimmy Ottson, Belichick is old and done. Don't live in the past. He's not old and done. He is. He is. I think he's got a lot of gas left in the tank. A lot. Uh, C. Will says Belichick has done well at the QB post Brady, but. I also think that you have to give him an opportunity to do well at the quarterback position. Did he handle it well in New England? He didn't. He wanted to he wanted to trade Mac Jones and they wouldn't let him. Maybe that was the issue. Is Mac Jones the number one? I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. I don't love what New England's doing right now and some of the things their new coaches said without getting into it. Um, let's see. Mr. Ohio, I miss Vic Days in Atlanta. Well. He was an interesting dude, you know. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, breaking news. Callahan got hired by the Titans. Are you sure? <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Drew Dozer, I miss playing as Vic and Madden. Oh, my God. How many games did I win with that? Yeah, Mike, Vic, and Madden. Uh, what crazy. do you think about my Panthers hire? We just talked about that. Um, like Bo Jackson and Tecmo Super Bowl. Man, I used to wear out. I used to get blisters on my hand from Tecmo Bowl. Like, I loved it that much. I, I really, mm, I do. Uh, Tanner Plummer, Vic Fangio coming back to Philly. Honestly, it's an interesting move considering the Eagles just went through a year of Fangio-style defense. Well, no, I'm not going to argue with you, but he was uh, a consultant during the Super Bowl year for like three weeks, I think. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Go Ravens. Go Tigers. <laughs> Jalen uh, hurts a lot. Now you're not a Jalen Hurts fan. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Hour number two of the Monty Show, uh, presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com. Hello. Uh, really, you guys, if 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 you haven't been to at least go to the website and listen to the testimonials before you get your 30-day $10 trial membership at TridayTrading.com with no obligation at the end of the 30 days. It is the best trial membership you've ever seen. And the biggest issue with the trial membership is you see how much money you're not making and you come to the realization you're living on the wrong side of the of the line and that you need to do the things you don't want to do, like take that first step and sign up for the trial membership at TridayTrading.com. Take the first step. Be all about it. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Their full-time traders are making $1,000 a day on average. I mean, that's Kayshawn Booty money, my friends. $1,000 a day <laughs> on average. That's $240,000 a year. That's a lot of jack, my dudes. Go and get it right now. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. And everybody says, well, Monty, I don't have that kind of cash to trade. Doesn't matter. Because at Triday Trading, when you're ready to start trading live full-time, they're going to fund a trading account. Triday Trading is going to open a trading account for you with their money and you can trade in that account as long as you want. And when you make money with their money, you get up to 80% of the profits from trydaytrading.com. You have nothing to lose except a whole bunch of money that you're not going to make at trydaytrading.com. Slash Monty, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Fight on natties. Good afternoon, fellas. Good afternoon, Fight On. I, Good to see Kevin the Destroyer, Mickey Quintana, Troy V, sometimes Tanner Plummer. Everybody, though, 
should hit the like button. What were you going to say, Jake? That I'm still getting over the fact that you worked in Kayshawn Booty to a Tri-Day read. It's what I do. It's what I do. Um, What do you guys... Where are you guys at with the NHL in Salt Lake City? And I need help on this, no matter where you are hearing this show. Where, where are you guys at on this? Because if you don't know, Ryan Smith is the young, supposedly hip owner of the Utah Jazz. And right now, Ryan Smith, who gets a free pass from the media in Utah, is put up as this great owner who's doing all kinds of dynamic things and transforming the Utah Jazz, to which I say perception is certainly not reality. Because Ryan Smith, as the owner of the Utah Jazz, has done nothing more than trade his best players for players who make significantly less. He has paid down his debt and has not built a contender. This team is painfully reminiscent of the Gail Miller years under Ryan Smith. But Ryan Smith has talked about moving the Jazz out of Salt Lake City. Ryan Smith has bought a minority stake in, in Real Salt Lake. Ryan Smith has talked about bringing a baseball team to Salt Lake City. Ryan Smith now has petitioned the NHL, excuse me, for a professional hockey expansion team in Salt Lake City. All the while, Ryan Smith has done almost nothing to make the Utah Jazz a championship contender. And my question is, why would Salt Lake City thrive as an NHL market? Because honestly, I don't believe that it would. Under any circumstance, there are two really high caliber hockey clubs within driving distance of Salt Lake City in Las Vegas and in uh, Denver, Colorado with the Avalanche and the Golden Knights. Both of them are recent Stanley Cup champions. Why would you want to put an NHL expansion team in, in Salt Lake City? It doesn't make sense from a financial perspective. It doesn't make sense in your own building. It doesn't make sense from a fan perspective, which is another thing that Ryan Smith said is the sports fans in Salt Lake City are hungry for a hockey team. That's just not the case. I live here. We are the largest sports talk show in the state of Utah, and nobody is thirsty for NHL hockey. I don't believe it would work. Jake is in is Salt Lake City an NHL market? Yeah, I, I don't think we can say Salt Lake is an NHL market. I, I, I think the other big part of this conversation is the Olympics. Ryan has been somebody who's pushing the Olympics thing and the idea and getting the bid through and getting the Olympics here, uh, you know, quite aggressively and, and getting a new, because remember as part of this expansion team, there would be a new building built for this club. You would not share the Delta center between a hockey team and an NBA team the way a lot of other, like you look in LA, they do that. Like there's a lot of markets where they do that. The Delta Center, though, the issue is, is it was built for basketball. The optics in the Delta Center for NHL would be bad, and it cuts down on the total attendance the building can take because of the dimensions of the rinks. So you're talking about bringing an NHL team here, putting it at the point of the mountain where the old the old jail used to be, creating an entertainment district around that. And while all of that sounds great, Right, new car smell. We all love it. We all want to spend our money. More Lululemon stores where you know Ryan Smith can buy his leggings to golf in. We get it. We get it. But what we don't get is championships at the Delta Center. 
What we don't get is championships with RSL. What we don't get is winning in this state. And it bothers me to no end that this guy, Ryan Smith, right? He makes all this money, sells you on a story about how he's he's a local kid who grew up in Utah, knows everybody, knows the pulse of the state. If you know the pulse of the state, then why did the jersey rollout go the way it did? If you know the pulse of the state, why did you trade Donovan Mitchell when you did? If you knew, if you knew that you had a good chance of getting the All-Star game in, why trade Donovan Mitchell? If you knew that when you get the All-Star game in, you're going to incur a lot of debt, you're going to have to make that money back, pay the debt off, you need to keep the building full, why'd you trade your best talent? Why? Because you have not backstocked that talent. And don't tell me, oh, well, they can't go out and get top stars. Okay, you can't go out and get top stars. That doesn't mean you can't be a, you know, what, a top five seed in the West? You tell me Oklahoma City's got a better ability to get stars than Salt Lake does? You tell me that that Orlando, let's say, or any small market team, San Antonio, has a better ability to get stars in Salt Lake. So yeah. don't tell me that that you know what this state wants. This state has a hockey team in West Valley City that not a lot of people know about. And, you know, hey, whatever. Maybe that's them. Maybe that's people. I don't know. But I'm just telling you, to say that this state is thirsty and just, you know, just needs an NHL team is totally off basis and not true in any form or fashion. Like, it's just not. Yeah, and I think my here's my biggest issue with Ryan Smith. He talks a lot. He is hip, cool guy, and he just hasn't backed it up. His teams have not won. He is not successful in any way, shape, or form, or more successful than the Miller family. And I think the All-Star game, the interesting part about the All-Star game was he took on significant expense to, to renovate the arena to make it All-Star caliber. And it's, it, it, I think Delta Center, the upgrade was really good. But you sold your best players and you did not replace them. Let me get, let me say that again. You sold your best players in Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. And I think we were all on board with it. And you did not replace them. And you had this run last year that piqued everybody's interest. And you did absolutely nothing at the trade deadline. And you've done absolutely nothing this offseason. You went and got John Collins, which has not been a transformative move. In fact, there's a lot of people, I talk to NBA people every day, who believe that Walker Kessler is not being fully served well by coming off of your bench. And yet, all you do, and I appreciate that Ryan Smith is a guy that supports his own club. Why? What's he going to say? But... When it comes to the NHL, there is not some groundswell of support in Salt Lake City for the NHL. And it's cool that you can have Sean White talking about how great the NHL would be for winter sports in Salt Lake City. I have no doubt about that. But the Olympics are without a doubt a cash grab. The NHL coming to Salt Lake City is without a doubt a cash grab for Ryan Smith. That's what it is. RSL is not better for having Ryan Smith as the owner. You're out in the first round. You're, what were they, fifth or whatever in the West last year. You, 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 everything that Ryan Smith touches 
people, the church, KSL, Deseret News, Salt Lake Tribune, would tell you everything Ryan Smith touches turns to gold. I have not seen a lot of gold. I do not see NBA championship banners going up. And what bothers me, too, is not only is Ryan pushing this message, but then he wants to go on the Pat McAfee show in a time. And I don't have in premise or an idea, an issue with the Pat McAfee show and Ryan Smith, but you're going on that show in a time when that show is taking major heat and the image of that show has changed a little bit. So you're just buddy, buddy with everyone. You're rocking the snapback. You're a visor guy. When you golf, like you're, you want to golf with Rob Manfred. Like you want, like you want to do all this cool things. You want to be seen with the front runners. I want results, dude. I want, I want you to build a team around Lori marketing. Your underwhelming like, TV deal. Right. Like, dude. like I, I look at the underwhelming uniform rollout. I look at like all of this stuff is because Ryan Smith is afforded a very comfortable existence in Utah. Nobody questions him. Nobody holds him accountable. And listen, I get it. You're you're you own the you essentially own the the sports talk market here. Um, you're obviously Ryan Smith is a member of the LDS church and he is very tight with the people at KSL, which is a church business. Very obviously he has his thumb on, on the Deseret news, which is a church business. The Salt Lake Tribune does not do journalism. Like it, it, you're just in a position where you're trying to sell a bill of goods and you go on the largest sports talk shows in the country to say that, man, the fans in Salt Lake City are absolutely champing at the bit for an NHL team, and they are not. They're not. They're not. They, in no way, shape, or form is there. And, and I, I ask for the numbers. The Jazz don't reply to emails. Hey, can you show me the research you've done that says an NHL team would thrive in Salt Lake City? To back up the rhetoric that Ryan Smith is so freely able to run out to the media because nobody will question him on it. What is it that you were hanging out, talking to bros, walking out of, of the arena after jazz games? And like, oh yeah, Ryan, we've got to have NHL here. Where's the research? Where's the market data? But the jazz don't respond to emails. They don't give you the information you ask for because I think it's a bunch of bullshit. That's what I think. I think Ryan Smith wants to expand his empire. And he wants a new arena for the Jazz. He just doesn't want to pay for it. And I think he knows that if he brings the NHL here, he'll get Olympic money from the Olympic Organizing Committee to help him build that arena. I think he knows that he will be able to attract more investors with that. Like, he's not, this is not a, a, a foolish or stupid person. Ryan Smith is a wonderfully talented businessman which is why he is not dumping money into the jazz, which is why he has reduced his payroll, which is why he doesn't want to get rid of Jordan Clarkson because he's worried about the fan backlash, which is why he is still here, which is why Kelly Olynyk is still here, which is why the jazz are likely to miss the playoffs this year and season ticket prices will go up. Mm -hmm. And nobody will question the the putrid job the Jazz do with video. Their terrible TV deal, Jazz Plus, which does not work on a regular basis. You're you're like there's just all this stuff that Ryan Smith doesn't have 
because he's not detail-oriented, like research to back up the idea that the Salt Lake Valley is champing at the bit to get an NHL team. Come on, dude. It, it's not. It is not. And I, I will never buy into the idea that they are. Yeah. And I think the the if the argument was as simple as, hey, Salt Lake City is the the winter capital of the United States, and that's why the NHL should have a presence here. Okay, I'm down with that. Like, if we were just saying, hey, dude, this would be a good market for the NHL because it's a really good winter market. The Olympics have been here before and are likely coming back. It would make sense. Like, if that was your argument, I'm good with that, dude. I'm cool. I get it. But don't try to sell me on this nonsense that people are thirsty for it. I like no. the NHL, but with all due respect, there's a reason that we don't talk about Connor McDavid dominating dudes every single night on this show. It's not a big enough thing. And, and, and really it's, I'm just kind of over it. And I saw we were talking about this. I was literally just doing some digging on trying to find some numbers, some sales numbers on the yellow Jersey they rolled out. Yeah. It turns out, the Jazz released their their schedule for the second half of the year in terms of what jerseys they're going to wear on what nights. They're not wearing the yellow jersey a single game in the second half of the season. Yeah. Zero times. Yeah, so, I saw that this morning. So don't tell me that you have a pulse or a grip on what this fan base wants. That's or you would have had me. Or you'd have had the purple uniforms on time and well-designed. It bothers me so much, didn't. dude. Yeah. I, I it, hmm. All right. Let's get your thoughts. Uh, let's see. Big Blue Horses for $2. NHL and MLB in Salt Lake City. Jazz trades, yes or no? What say you? I've heard consistently on the Jazz that, like, Jordan, they have a Jordan Clarkson deal they could make. I think the Knicks would love to add Jordan Clarkson. I think that the Lakers and the Jazz have had extensive conversations on Colin Sexton. Um, and I think that deal eventually gets done. It, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but I, I don't... My feeling is, is that the Jazz will make trades. I don't believe that Ryan Smith will add payroll to this team. I don't think he's willing to do it. I think you look at the... Why this team is so stagnant? They have multiple contracts. Laurie Markkinen and Colin Sexton are great examples that cost them almost nothing. That are fan favorites that make them money. That are eighteen million dollars a year. Like they, they, I think, and I know my guy at the Jazz gets all pissed off when I say this. They traded Donovan Mitchell to save money. Yeah, a hundred percent. They traded Donovan Mitchell to save money. They kept Jordan Clarkson with the promise they would move him at this deadline, which is what I think is going to happen. I, I just, I don't believe that Ryan Smith is at this point in time willing to spend the money it will require to win a championship, which is any, I think he realizes he would have to go and find, he doesn't, there's nobody in the NBA. And I know again, jazz fans lose their piss every time I say this, but Laurie Markkinen's not a number one or a number two on a championship team. No. And, and and I am not a Jazz fan. I have the luxury of not being a Jazz fan. Trust me when I tell you, people around the NBA that I talk to about Laurie Markkinen think he is a, a really good third option on a championship team. Potentially now a second, but you'd have to have, 
it had ha- he'd have to be playing the the Devin Booker to Kevin Durant role. And and he'd have you'd have to have like unbelievable star talent next to him. Yeah. And that situation doesn't exist. He's going to wind up being that wing player. And I think if you look at the Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Boyan Bogdanovich setup that we had in Salt Lake City, he's the Boyan Bogdanovich piece. He's not the the flaw in that team was Rudy Gobert was your second option, which crippled this team. If Laurie Markkinen had been there, it wouldn't have changed things. And Jazz fans get into this all the time on on Laurie. If Laurie had been there with Rudy and Boyan and Donovan, okay, that's different. You would never have had that roster because Laurie Markkinen and Boyan Bogdanovich are redundant players. Yeah, is Markkinen better than Bogdanovich? Sure, he is. Sure he is, but w- why Why would you do that? You're not a better team that way. And my point is, if you put Laurie Markkinen next to a ball-dominant superstar, what happens? He gets far less of the ball. So he's not going to put up those numbers. If you look at Laurie Markkinen, he's putting up the numbers he's putting up, which are superior to Cleveland and Chicago because he's the guy here. Yep. And now Colin Sexton is pushing him because Colin Sexton is on a run of better play than Laurie Markkinen. Is he a better player? He's not. But is he playing better basketball? He is. And they're on this road trip where they're currently, that's the other thing, like Pat McAfee, you know, like absolutely just swallowing Ryan Smith to the base. Like, oh, the Jazz are hot. They've lost three in a row. Pat, are they really that hot? Are they? Are they they're red hot, are they? They've lost three in a row. And what did we tell you? They went on that great streak. They beat a lot of great teams. Now they're on a long road trip, which is the great equalizer in the NBA. This is this is a good team that is capable of winning every night. They're also they're also capable of losing five of eight and falling out of the playoffs because they're horribly flawed. Yeah, it's a horribly flawed team. So, so that's what I say, how bad do you really want to win versus how bad do you want to make money? Yeah. Oh, Eric Wasikowski, a hundred percent. Ryan Smith is trying to be the Illich family. That's sad. Quebec deserves another chance before Mormon country. Wow. Mormon country. Um, I don't know that Quebec deserves another opportunity. I think the city of Houston is the next NHL market in this country. Um, I think it is a massively undertapped market that has a very good AHL presence. Um, and I just, I think it is. That's mm. what I mean. Why wouldn't you bring the A here first? Like, if you're so confident, why would the NHL, and I think you make the best point, if you, because the NHL is looking at this from a national standpoint, and they're also taking into account the Olympics. Why would you, if you're the NHL, invest in a state, with all due respect, and I love Utah, love living in Salt Lake, yeah. and I'm not even LDS, I love it here. Why would the NHL put an NHL team, an expansion team? We're not talking about moving the Yotes to Salt Lake. An expansion team here. Why would you do that when Vegas is there, when Denver's there, when Houston already has the AHL and it's nice? If Ryan Smith wants is, is such a hockey nerd, why not buy the Utah Grizzlies who are for sale? supposedly, with an owner who just passed away last year. Guy was a a minor league magnet. 
Utah Grizzlies are a, a, have their own arena. You're already in business with them on the Salt Lake Stars. Oh, that's right, because you're not really a hockey nerd. You want to make money. You're a professional sports and nerd. And you want a new building that you don't have to pay for. That's exactly right. So, what? like, you're not, like, this is what I mean. See, and, and this show, and I think it's so funny, this show got so much hate last year. When we crossed 10,000 subs, everyone's like, oh, you hate Ryan, and you hate the Jazz. Do you guys even watch Jazz basketball? And now, all of a sudden, we've grown, and people are like, oh, yeah, maybe it is a money play. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a billionaire tech guy, right? If I just said to you, if I said, hey, a billionaire tech guy who owns an NBA team is trying to make some money and wants a free building. Would that surprise anybody? What would anyone be surprised by that? No, you wouldn't, because we've seen that story before. So that's yeah. why I say the proof is in the pudding, Ryan. The proof is in the pudding. Go out and show us you're capable of putting together a winner in the Delta Center before we start talking about the NHL. Uh, would a summer football team work in Salt Lake City? Delaric says, I have no idea, no clue. Well, and that's the other problem. See, the, have you not learned the NFL lesson? Why do you think the NFL is not in Salt Lake City? Yeah, there's a reason. There's two reasons, actually, in my opinion. Utah and BYU and that rivalry is more than enough to fill up this market. The NFL also doesn't work because of uh, the LDS presence here. and Nobody does anything in the state of Utah on Sunday, right? So if you think that somebody from, uh, I don't know, Weber County is going to drive to Draper to watch an NHL game, you're out of your mind. Yeah, You're I, out I of your mind, bro. Lopes Van Gabe getting a jump on our Utah local morning show, huh, boys? Well, I think it's a it's a fascinating story. And it, the this is what happens when nobody holds billionaires accountable. Mm -hmm. And Ryan Smith, it's the reason he's refused for two years to come on our show. Because he doesn't want to answer questions that are like legitimate. He'll go, he'll go on his own radio station. Go and, on Pat McAfee. Again, he'll go on Pat, who doesn't know anything about Utah sports. And again, Pat just took him to the base, dude. Like, congratulations, Pat. But nobody in Salt Lake City that I know, and I, I think I'm in the sports community pretty well. Like, I have a lot of people I know here, I a lot of people that are sports fans. People are like, yeah, it'd be cool to have an NHL team here. Nobody is like, dude, we've got to get the NHL here. Nobody. 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 And I think, like, hockey in Salt Lake City, the Utah Grizzlies are one of the most... How, what's the right way to say it? The potential that is in that organization is remarkable. You have really good management. I mean, they they have a really good coach and general manager. And there's just some massive flaws in that building. Like, it is, it's remarkable. But that's why I say, if you're Ryan Smith, are you not, you didn't, you didn't think, hey, like, there's already a building there. And that, in my opinion... That's a nice footprint. And it, it but, needs but help, but he would nice. have to be a hockey fan to do that. Yeah. And my premise is Ryan Smith is not some hockey nut who just has to have it. He That's not who he is. He's a billionaire that wants to make more money. And he doesn't want to pay out of pocket for a new arena. He wants tax breaks, subsidies, Olympic money. He wants don't, like investor money. And that's just who he is. Yeah. Uh, I, I, anyway, uh, Giggity says to the base, to the base, like floss your front teeth, dude. You anyway, 
Uh, Boston Mapes, Ryan Smith, the Brittany Mahomes of NBA owners. Eh, I don't know about that. The You know what the problem is? He is, he is a guy. Ryan Smith has all the talent and acumen in the world. And it's too much. Because he knows how to control the narrative being spoken about him and his franchise. Because again, I ask you, outside of us, whoever talks critically of the Jazz, like, hey, what? Um, wait, was that a good move? Is this like whoever talks? Ryan, hey, uh, Ryan, where where's the information or the market research you did that says the NHL is a must-have in Salt Lake City? Where, where is that? Like, it, it is nobody questioning. Why am I not getting? all these graphics and cool logos and all this on your Twitter. Why are we not talking about the fact you eliminated the yellow uniform that people hated so goddamn much? Oh, cause we don't talk about that. Or he might not talk to the tribune or the Des news or somebody who writes that in the Des news will get whacked for writing that in the Des news. Oh, but you want to brand snowboards after the jazz. Got it. Okay, yeah. cool. Don't even get me started on that main event. Uh, they were on a roll until the unfortunate game was canceled. The Jazz, you mean? Well, I don't even... The Jazz, the Jazz with Rudy and Don were never a championship-caliber team. The Jazz are not going to win until they have better transition defense. It's that simple. The Jazz are not going to win until they allow Danny Ainge to build a roster uh, to win a championship. Well, yeah. And the question of what is Danny Ainge doing is I, a really good it's one. It's a really good I, one. I can assure you it's not Danny Ainge being incompetent. No, I don't think so. Uh, Boston Mapes, Ryan Smith will never be Larry H. And I don't think he wants to be. The problem is, will he ever be Gail? Because he's he's done nothing more than Gail Miller did. He has not improved the team on the floor. He is not. He is not. And he's not shy about it. He said on the Pat McAfee show, yeah, we're a long way away. He said that. He said it quickly. He goes, yeah, we're a long way away, but but we're doing great. Everything's awesome. Will Hardy's amazing. Right? Like, he says it, but he goes real quick, then, hey, Will Hardy's amazing. And he knows that Pat doesn't know basketball and won't follow up. He he won't. Brandon Butler, the problem is the ownership of the Coyotes doesn't want to sell the franchise, so he has to swing for the for expansion. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that's true. I think they don't want to move. The NHL does not want the Coyotes to move out of Phoenix. It is an important marketplace for them. And again, it is, it's dysfunction. Why, why did the Suns get sold? Well, because Robert Sarver at the end of the day was a terrible person, but now Matt Ishbia, who's a mortgage magnet, bought the Suns and immediately has been making business moves. And Thanks. what's the quickest way to get shit done? Win on the floor. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz. Yeah, they've won back-to-back championships, man. That's a really good organization. Yeah, he must be really good at what he does. Yeah, no, it's not. Oh, they have a really good TV deal. No, they don't. Man, Matt Ishbia got the best player by most people's accounts in the league right now, or one of the best players, to come to his organization when that guy could have gone to many different spots, and now they're contending for a championship. Man, really smart guy. And I know, hey, he's a mortgage guy, maybe not a basketball guru, but he's a really smart guy. Did a really good TV deal. Man, Phoenix is a great market. Like, you want Salt Lake to be a great market, win. Like, Win something. Get, you want like, better dude. free agents? Win. Win, man. Come Take on. Take care of your players. Yeah. I'm. T yeah. Anyway, uh, Larry was Utah 100%. The way he built Jazz Delta Center was unheard of. New guy is in LHM, and he and 
And again, I think it's an unfair comparison. Larry Miller lived and died every bounce of the basketball for the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I don't think Ryan Smith wants to be LHM. I, I think Ryan, my genuine opinion is I do think Ryan cared a lot about when he bought the team, he cared a lot about making sure that he did a good job shepherding the franchise from them to himself, right? I would like, agree. Like, hey, we really care excuse me, about Don't legacy die. and like what they did. And we want to champion that message. Yeah. And then now it's been, Hey, like, you know, we've given it some time, right? We gave it about half a season last year and then, Hey, now it's time for yellow uniforms and rollouts and change all the graphics and all these new in-game hosts that are terrible. And like, that's the other thing. Going like, to a jazz game is not that great of an arena experience. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I guess, <clears throat> It's frustrating because I look at the Jazz, and that's a product that could be uh, uh, a Phenomenal. really good playoff contender right now. Yeah. Mark Hales, how are you, my guy? Uh, I don't think that hockey or MLB will work in Salt Lake. I think baseball's got a better chance. But, again, I think regional saturation's a problem. And if you're the Oakland-Las Vegas A's, do you really want another franchise in Salt Lake City? If you're Denver, do you really – want your guys in Salt Lake City who are who watch Rockies games because that goes away are you I mean it look at the the TV deal the Las Vegas Golden Knights just did yeah with Script Sports that covers Boise and Salt Lake City and the entire state of Utah and I could tell you St. George loves the Golden Knights like there is a I'm just it, it it's awkward OG Gary, Ryan Smith will get NHL and MLB to Utah, and then we'll work on getting NFL. To, NFL will not come here. No. The, the, the owners make too much money regionality and controlling footprints, and I don't. the NFL will never come here. And the Broncos as a brand are a juggernaut, dude. Like, come on. Yeah. Mark Hales, Pat just likes his Mormon guests. Maybe. It's, but it's not. With, dude, with all due respect, I'm not trying to hate on you, Mark. It's not about him being Mormon, man. That's not what it's about. It's about... It's about the fact that, in my opinion, Ryan likes to be a front runner, dude. He yes. likes to be seen with the big names. Like in the like, just look in the last week, dude. Pat McAfee, Rob Manfred, dude. He's got Qualtrics on uh, on on dude's bag on the PGA Tour. Like Finau's bag on the PGA Tour. Like he's all over the place. And he that's likes great, to but... hang out with fame. Why the, Dwayne Wade? Yeah, he likes to hang out with cool hip people. But that might be one of the best examples. What did we get sold on Dwayne Wade? What was Dwayne Wade's thing here? Oh, well, he's going to be an advisor, and he's going to help Danny, and he's going to help Ryan. And he's going to bring in free agents. And he's and... going to help Jay-Z. What is... Where's that? Because I don't the, see that helping. The rapper... Oh, my God. His name just went right out of my head. Ryan Smith and the rapper at the All-Star Game, the concert. Oh, like, uh, Travis Scott. Travis Scott. Like, doing... Like, all that stuff, dude. All that stuff. Like, you were willing to sit down with Travis Scott. Like, what? Wanted to. Not willing. Wanted to. Be that he that he likes being... Ryan Smith likes hanging out with famous people. And look, I, I, I like Ryan Smith. I wish that he was more accountable. I wish that the media here did not have... Did not fear him. And you know what the, the other thing, too, is like... It used to be like, oh, well, they're, they're, we're just not going to go on their show because it's too small. Like, now we're the biggest show in Utah, and we're a national show now, too. Like, so there's really no excuse of, oh, we're not going to go on their show. Like, the numbers disagree with you. 
in your opinion on what we do. And so it just is like, hey, if you're going to own the media in your market, like it is what it is. Get it. Nothing's going to change. Uh, let's see. Fight on Natty's. Pat McAfee is hot trash. I like Pat. I watch his show every day. Jake hates it. And we wind up flipping between Jim Rome and Pat McAfee. Yeah, I just get burned out on the bro factor with Pat McAfee. And I get burned out it's on tough. how uneducated he is on sports. It's tough. Like, um, Joseph Harper, Bakersfield has an AHL team. They do, and a good one. Uh, but we'll never get a professional team, mainly because we're too close to L.A. I would agree with that. Uh, Edward Wayner, I lived in Houston over 20 years. Houston has many northern transplants and Canadians, many from Alberta because of oil and gas. Yes, sir. So hockey would do well there. Plus, Houston is number eight DMA in the U.S. and growing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Dakota Tubbs, McAfee. Like McAfee? Dakota. <laughs> McAfee. Thank you. Come on, you have to play it. McCack. Uh, Smith should learn from the Illich family because he actually gave back to the city of Detroit. What about Smith? Ryan Smith is a wonderful philanthropic guy. And his family does a lot for our community. He just is not transparent. But that doesn't, look, that's great. I love that you give back to the community. I love that you have these initiatives. That doesn't mean you get to hide behind your actual intention. That's what bothers me. You're not... Genuine. Your actions say different than what you're saying. Yeah. And that bothers me. I agree. Uh, wow, look at that. Roger Sales is in. Roger Dodger. Dude, Good to up, see buddy? you, dude. Congratulations on your success. I'm happy to say I knew when you were starting out birthday at hockey games and soccer games, too. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Uh, February 5th, we'll be doing mornings. So make sure you you come back. Mark 324, I'd be more likely to find a redheaded child in St. George. Then the NHL team moving into Salt Lake City, maybe. And then, and then the other thing I, I'm curious about, too, is what happens, let's just say it doesn't work out and the NHL doesn't come to Salt Lake. Then what? People going to ask what happened, Ryan? No. No. We're just going to move on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, the Jazz are not going to win until Ryan Smith comes on the Monty Show. It's bad karma. It is bad karma. I agree. Kapazel. Ryan Smith is uh, a Delta Bravo as the owner of the Jazz. He's going to run the team into the ground and then move them out of state. Yeah, I don't think so. He's a Utah guy. I don't see that happening. And a lot of people, Capasso, agree with you. Uh, I hear that all the time. I don't think that happens. What I think, truly what I think happens is Ryan Smith, I think it's probably a good business deal for him. He, he likely makes money and tax shelters, and he runs money through that team, as he should. And my guess is that he will he will do, he'll do what the Ricketts did without winning a championship in Chicago. The Cubs won a championship. They stopped spending any money. Why is Cody Bellinger still a free agent? Oh, that's right. The Cubs don't spend money. They don't spend money. Ryan Smith, it, it, in my opinion, will spend enough money to like feign com competitiveness and Hey, if the jazz happen to win, pfft, dude, I told you we're, we're in it to win it. That's what he's going to say. We're in it to win it. I am committed. And then when they're 20 games out of a playoff spot, look, man, it didn't go the way we thought it would go. We're, but we're never going to give up because we're in it to win it. That's what he's going to say. It is what it is. Johnny Gonzalez, Ryan Smith is the great and powerful wizard of Oz. To a certain extent he is. Uh, to a certain extent, he is. Jeff, baseball not good in high altitude. I'm a Rockies fan. Trust me. Oh, I think Rockies baseball is a lot of fun. 
Yeah, but not if you're a pitcher for the Rockies. It's not. <laughs> right? Uh, Shouty, who will be MVP in the NBA? Well, one of the things we've been trying to get to for a few weeks is who is the best player in the NBA right now? Who is the best player in the NBA? Yeah, I'd probably go with Joel Embiid. I, I think it's hard to say he's not. What? What? No, I said the best player in the NBA. Yeah, Joel Embiid. We all know it's Alex Caruso from the Bulls. Well, uh, I don't, I think that's a very interesting question. Joel is the elf on his team. Nobody else even gets close to him. So he gets more opportunity, more chances to put up numbers. Okay. Take that into account for sure. Nikola Jokic or, um, Joel Embiid. I mean, I would still take Embiid, but I think the point with Jokic is that Jokic finds a way to win the big game, whether it means he's got to score 50 or he's got to get his guys involved. Like he's one of those dudes that is a Swiss army knife and we get it done any way possible. And there's a reason he's an MVP. There's a reason he's a damn good player. Damn good player. I, I think Giannis is in the conversation. I think Kevin Durant is got to be in the conversation. Real quick on Giannis. What do you make of this thing where he's like, hey, I, I was shocked that Adrian Griffin got fired. He's full of shit. I liked Adrian Griffin. He's full okay, of shit. Okay. Giannis, and I believe Adrian Wojnarowski, Giannis didn't like Adrian Griffin. So let me get this right. You're Giannis Antetokounmpo. They're going to do everything they need to do to secure you for the rest of your career, which is not going to happen. You don't like your head coach. They fire him, and they hire the most player-friendly coach that's ever existed mm -hmm. in Doc Rivers. Mm -hmm. And they give him a two-and-a-half-year contract. And we're supposed to believe that you were not responsible for firing him. Get out of here. Get the get out of here. What are you talking about? Yeah. I I think Giannis is look, look again, nobody in that market's ever going to question him. But truth be told, Giannis Antetokounmpo is, in my opinion, is one of the great frauds in the NBA. Oh, he's a great story, which he is. Oh, he was such a poor kid, which he was. Oh, man, he's just a nice guy who wants the best for everyone. He doesn't. Your brother is not an NBA player, but he's on your roster. And you just got a coach fired, and then you said you liked him and respected him. So why don't you go to ownership and demand that he get rehired? Why aren't you fighting for him? Oh, that's right. You don't like him. Who are you, Luka Doncic? Did you see Luca last night get into a Tim McMahon after the game? My name is Luca. Luca last night, after absolutely getting humiliated by Devin Booker. Yeah. He did. Was getting yelled at by a fan because Luca, Luca's not so far away from Zion Williamson in a in a in a high carb diet kind of way. Fat. And Luca routinely looks out of gas in the fourth quarter. And a fan was taunting him with, hey, get on a treadmill. Hey, do some cardio. You a little tired, Luca? You look tired. Get on a get on a treadmill. Luca had the fan ejected. So Luca sat up there after the game and was like, I don't have fans kicked out. Well, then why'd you have this fan kicked out? He was cursing at me. Oh, I thought you don't have fans kicked out. I mean, Tim McMahon from ESPN and who's in Dallas 
and the Dallas beat writers were going after Luka Doncic. He's like, yeah, I know I'm the bad guy. Oh, I, I never get the, I, I get a bad deal with the media here. And so a reporter said, wait, you think you're not, you, you, you're not treated well by the media. And he's like, I didn't say that. Well, then what did you say? Okay. Press conference is over. Like that's called accountability. They're going to call you out for your bullshit. In this town, that doesn't happen. Nope. That does not happen. And in Milwaukee, that does not happen. Never, ever. And it won't ever happen. And I think, you know, for Luca, what's going to be interesting is his career goes on. Because this is a real issue. Whether you're a Luca person or not, this is an issue. He is routinely out of gas in the fourth quarter. There's no question about it. His, just at a minimum, his want to is so low. He's not even trying on the defensive end. He turns into a step back three, no defense. That's what that's what I'm doing. And so, so as his career goes on, I'll be interested to see when is he forced to get in better shape? Because at some point, that step back three is not going to be good enough anymore because you're 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 gonna lose a step. You're gonna, you know, you're not gonna be nearly as fast as you once were. Now, what's the difference now between him and Zion? Yeah, he is faster and he does make big threes. And in that first half, it looked like a 60 piece on 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 the burner. It looked like he was going to light them up. Yeah, it did. And then what did the Suns do? And what did Devin Booker do? And really, let's be real. What did Grant Williams do? Because that's why you lost the game. Grant Williams wanted to go and stand over Kevin Durant. And then he wanted to F around and find out with Nurk. And then the Suns woke up and said, okay, we're taking over. That's why you're not a good team. Grant Williams is your tough guy, and it turns out he's not so tough, and neither are you, Luca. So, yeah, I remember when you beat Devin Booker without Kevin Durant by 50. I remember that. That's not the case anymore. And by the way, Kevin wasn't the one that put you away last night. Book was the one that put you away. By, on purpose. Yeah, intentionally. And then, after the game, what did Book do? Yeah, we're not on that nonsense. I wouldn't be approaching Nurk that way. I wouldn't be standing over Kevin Durant. So if you didn't see it, Nurkic shoved Grant Williams because Kevin Durant, to a certain extent, dove, but Grant Williams clearly shoved him. And then Grant Williams tried to do the step over and Kevin Durant wasn't having it and Nurkic walked over and put Grant Williams on his ass. And technicals and... And then Grant Williams didn't like a call. He wanted a charge, didn't get it, barked at the official who teed him up and then threw him out of the game for having two technicals. And what was the best part of that second technical? And I thought it was comedic. Nurk is the one who he wanted the charge called on. And then Nurk stared at him to get him to get that technical, which is why I say to Luca, you should get on a treadmill and get in shape because Grant Williams is the reason you lost the game and didn't have one to and didn't want to be accountable to the media after the game. Yeah, I, I I think it is it is very interesting the way the Dallas Mavericks conducted themselves last night. So, to the question, who's the best player in the NBA? Night to night question, I can tell you this: Devin Booker knows how to play the head game, and on any given night, he is the best player in the league. As is Embiid, as is Jokic. Like that's the great part about the NBA. And admittedly, Donovan Mitchell, who I think would have been in, and we many times have compared Book to Mitchell on this show. Donovan's fallen off. He is largely irrelevant in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And I think he does get traded at the deadline. I do. Because whether whether he wants to or not, I think they're going in the wrong direction in Cleveland. Yeah. And 
it just feels, in my opinion, it just feels very awkward watching them play. It, it is very, very awkward at times. And I, I don't know how you fix that, but I am more and more coming to the to the side that says Donovan Mitchell is a 1B. He can be a number one, just most nights he's not. And if he was playing with a Jalen Brunson, who I think is a number one, I think Donovan Mitchell's a better player. He becomes a better player. And I think when Donovan has to be the guy, he's not good enough to be the guy. And so I, I think that's interesting. But I think Devin Booker is one of the absolute killers in this league. Yeah. And having him, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, I think the role that he is playing in in Phoenix right now is that role where he comes in and he just attacks. And he is starting, you can see that that Vogel is starting to get him to move the basketball now because last night what it what was Brad Beal doing? Getting into the paint and kicking to the corner, which is something that has been talked about a lot is he willing to play a team game? Apparently he is. And I think the Phoenix Suns are the best team in the Western Conference when they play the way they played last night. Yeah, and I and I think I think you know Vogel should get a lot of credit. I mean, there were multiple times whether it was Beal, Kevin Durant, hell, Book. You know, there were multiple times in that game where those three guys wide open in the corner. And and when I say wide open, I'm talking about that the defender on the wing was close to the top of the key, and nobody was in the corner with them. Like you created a set that cleared that part of the floor out. And that's the type of thing that wins you a championship. And when you've got that caliber of guys shooting it, it's only a matter of time. And so, yeah, they are equipped to handle nonsense out of these teams now. And I think that's what I remember talking about on the show. When they got Nurkic, I was like, yep, dominating into Nurkic helps you win a championship. You're a better team. You are a better team for that, dude. Uh, Drew Dozer, the prophet. What do you mean by awkward with the Cavs? They think they're fun to watch, but there are stretches especially when they are trailing or in a tight game. They're, they can, they just have this oddity where Don won't get the ball or, you know, this, like it's the offense just like they take, they start taking bad shots. Like they just, they don't have a guy like when last night, the Suns are down 17 or whatever it was. Yeah. And what did they do? They took Devin Booker out of the game and they gave the ball to Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant hit several hot contested shots. Bradley Beal got going. They got a couple of really important tip rebounds, second chances. Book comes back in the game and they start cooking. And then in the third quarter, they absolutely came out and ate Luca for dinner. Yeah, and I loved what they did with Point Book. I, I loved it. I, I love because he is. His basketball IQ has improved so much. He's no longer just someone who can get it from the elbow. He understands how to run a play that gets him even more open and ups the percentage. And he knows where that knockdown spot is for yeah. him. Yeah. That's but the Cavs just at times you'll watch them and it just you're like, damn, how why? Yeah, it just gets awkward. But that's been a thing for Don, dude. I mean, we were talking about that when he was a jazz man. Yeah, that it gets awkward, and and I don't know why. I, I'm guessing again, purely a guess, opinion, conjecture. I don't know why Don's I, like he's just not enough of a alpha on a team. Like he, he and he should be. Like he he should. He's got the talent. He's a killer, but he just 
doesn't quite do that. And I don't know if that ever changes, man. I don't know. I don't know either. Mike Smith, I think they need a new backdrop with just the way the word yay in different size fonts. Mm. We're working on a new backdrop. Yay. That's coming. Uh, Carruthers never trust the Suns, not until they win. Uh, the Utah State player is playing with Don now. Okay. I don't know who you're referencing. Jeff Woodworth, uh, I would just like Anchorage to take the place of just one of the 93 Normans on the wall. Yeah, I don't think so, dude. Uh, YouTube wreck. Luca's number three in assists and 21 in rebounds, y'all. Well, nobody said Luca's a bad player. He is an emotional and mental wreck. Yep. He can't handle it. Look, there are guys in this league who can talk shit and stir the pot and play better. Sometimes that's Luca. Last night, he absolutely took himself out of the game. When he started messing around and he started trying to be physical and he started yapping and you're starting to get in the face of Kevin Durant. You don't and want that, dude. Kevin Durant, you're not going to shake Kevin Durant. And Devin Booker is looking for revenge. Like it, it was, and I'm a huge Devin Booker guy. It was nice to see him actually come through in that situation. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of times where that hasn't happened. And, and it is, yeah, it's, it's an issue. You used to think I was beautiful, honey. You got real ugly real fast. Okay. Okay. Um, how many times has LeBron or Westbrook had fans removed? What has that got to do with Luca? So you're a Luca guy. Uh, clearly. What it every day on the show, where's Sammy? Um listen, man, there's no way to argue. Luca Luca's antics after the game last night with the media, it was humiliating. It was humiliating for that team. What Luca Doncic Doncic My name is Luca. What Luca did last night with Tim McMahon in the media is embarrassing. And it's because that's his organization. That's it. Period. End of end of mm -hmm. take. That's the whole take. The the Mavericks belong to Luka Doncic. And the problem is he's immature. He is emotional and he's a mental head case. And when the ball's going down, like, again, we were texting about this last night during the game. Hey, he's great when the ball's going down. Oh, but then Booker oh, and, and Jazz fan, or excuse me, Mav fans going to say, well, if Kyrie plays last night, yeah, you still don't win the game. Yeah. You don't beat them last night because when you have KD, Devin Booker was breaking Luka off. By the way, uh, not not uh, Luka's first time getting broke off. Like, let's not forget what Jalen Brown did to Luka, too, since Luka's such a good player. I, I just think that Luka has to learn you can't bitch about every single call. You can't. At some point, don't you just have to play ball? You would think. He doesn't, and he won't. Yeah. And it makes me crazy. Robert Fowler, the key for Phoenix is if they can stay healthy. And they have, right? Yeah. And they have. Uh, Luca is no Rodman. Okay. I don't know what you mean. Uh, Donnie needs the ball too much and does not facilitate for others. Totally disagree. Totally. he. I think he has become, one, his defense is significantly better than it, it has ever been. And two, I absolutely think his ability to drive and kick has gone way up since he left Salt Lake City. He is absolutely a guy, and I I don't have a life, um, but 
I watch far too much NBA. And he is absolutely a guy that is facilitating. Yeah. And I think at times too much. He facilitates too much. Brunson needs the ball and makes others better with, with it in his hands. But that's always been his job. Don is a scorer. Don is not a facilitator first. Jalen Brunson's a guy whose job is to facilitate. That was his job in Dallas, and largely it's his job in New York. Point guard versus scoring guard. Dude. Yeah, it's a completely different. It's a completely different dynamic with Donovan because Donovan does need the ball in his hand. Like we're the Jazz are about to tip off here uh, on the Monty Show Hour, number three of the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at the Advocates, theAdvocates.com. Friends, no matter where you are, if you've been in an accident, I hear from so many people that have gotten hurt in the workplace and they're struggling to trust their boss because they hear, "Hey, man, my boss said I'm going to keep my pay." and everything's going to be fine. That might be true. And maybe your boss is on the up and up and you're going to be fine. There's no reason not to talk to the advocates because you don't have a consultation fee. You don't have a retainer. You pay nothing to talk to one of the best injury attorneys, one of the workman's comp experts in this country at theadvocates.com where you can chat with an attorney live online 24-7, 365 at theadvocates.com. I think the Donovan dynamic is completely different, completely different than it was. And I, I mean, we can sit here and we can kind of, you know, we can, can toss around what Donovan's strength and weaknesses are. Jalen Brunson plays a completely different role with the Knicks and the Mavs than Donovan does with the jazz and the Cavs. That rhymed a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, you know, Kaner and I have millions. You can't hurt my feelings. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Uh, Maury Alvarez, but Luca's mom, she's still hot. She is still hot, dude. No doubt about it. Main event. When the season first started, Luca looked a lot thinner. What happened? He had a baby. Luca Doncic has a daughter. And there's there's a lot more time to sit at home and coddle your baby in your bosoms uh, than there is doing your Stairmaster or your treadmill. Yeah. Is what it is, right? Um, Mickey Quintana, uh, Luca is too effing sensitive. He would never survive in LA or New York. He would not. Laker fans would eat him for, well, I should probably stop talking about eating and Luca, uh, Kaner and Utah jazz um, should still get to 40 wins. It's an interesting question. It is an interesting question. Like you look at where they are now. They're in the last spot, uh, 22 and 23, a game under 500 red hot team, right? They've lost three in a row. Uh, red hot team. Holy shit. I've never seen a team that hot. Like dude, the winning streak. Anyway, at Washington tonight, at Charlotte, at Brooklyn, at the Knicks, 76ers, Milwaukee, OKC, at Phoenix, Golden State, the Lakers. That's what you are through, through February 14th. Good luck. Valentine's day. Now you're playing one of the worst teams in the NBA tonight. The Washington Wiz Bullets, <laughs> who just fired their coach. You should win by 57 points tonight. But will you? This is it. This is an interesting, this is an interesting test. Jordan Poole about to have a big night. <laughs> well, let's talk about prize picks, prizepicks.com, uh, the official daily fantasy partner of the Monty Show. Uh, download the prize picks app. Make sure you use the promo code Monty to get 100 percent deposit matching. Now I am a, the reason I like prize picks so much, and I tell you guys this every day, we were talking about it during the gambling segment earlier. Mm -hmm. Prize picks is very straightforward, less or more, right? Less or more. It's that simple. 
uh, uh, like tonight, I have Jordan Poole and Colin Sexton. Yeah. You son of a biscuit. Um, I have I have those two dudes. Now, if you look at how I boxed them, and I would love to do this, but I can't get it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jordan Poole and Colin Sexton. 39 points combined. Right. I went more. So your proposition on prize picks, more or less. I went more. John Collins. Utah Jazz John Collins. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Pimp's going pimp. 21 points, rebounds, and assists. More. Anthony Davis. Anthony. Lakers. Chicago Bulls. Davis. Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Anthony. Uh, 42 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Uh-huh. I went more. Right. Winning. Uh, Jake's got Joel Embiid against Indiana. 39 and a half points. You went more with the I'm demon. That demon symbol right the next to the 39 demon. and a half means it pays two and a half times if it hits. Uh, Larry Markkanen. Seven three points attempted. Less. You went less? Yeah. It's Washington. Man. Yeah, they don't have a lot of size, though. Washington doesn't defend, you stupid. So why would he take threes when he can get in the paint? Uh, he'll take more. Okay. Uh, Jamal Murray, he is Nikola Jokic's teammate. 44 and a half. <laughs> Jokic, brah. Uh, 44 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. You went more. I like it. I think you're going to win tonight. I hope you lose, but I think Thank you're going to you. win. Thank you. You know, it's Call what me I do. booty. Uh, prize picks option over or under five years prison for booty. Thank you. See, I knew this was going to come up, dude. That booty. <clears throat> that booty. Uh, all right, real quick before, because we've got some great non-sports stories today. Let's run through the headlines. Uh, LSU alumni. Kayshawn Booty. Arrested and charged with illegal gambling while at LSU. Jake, does the NCAA have a gambling problem? Yeah, I mean, they definitely have, you know, a bit of an issue here. I think that this Kayshawn situation is a prime example of, of how, you know, players you know, find themselves in bad situations, right? I mean, this is somebody who, you know, not a household name, not someone where you're like, holy cow, like, that's Kayshawn Booty. Like, you didn't know who the hell Kayshawn Booty was when he was at LSU. You certainly don't know him as a New England Patriot, right? So this is someone who flew under the radar, thought they could get away with it, gambled $385,000 on FanDuel, had multiple accounts. How did he get turned in? FanDuel turned him in said, hey, this looks suspicious. Let's look into it. And what do you know? Yeah, the Louisiana State Police Department, yeah, they issued a warrant. He got arrested, and here we are. So does the NCAA have a gambling problem? Yeah, I think there's probably a bit of an issue here. Like, you can't have you can't have nobodies, with all due respect to Kayshawn Booty, you can't have that type of guy doing this stuff under the table. The idea that this went on, you had no idea about it, and it took FanDuel turning him in. That's where I say, yeah, you probably have an issue. You know, you look at the Alabama baseball coach who's got a bookie at Great American Ballpark placing bets at their sports book inside the stadium. Like, at least with that, it was a non-digital, hey, you were trying to do something, and it just didn't work out for you, right? And that wasn't a student athlete. So, okay, maybe it's different, but I think we start getting into murky waters when student athletes uh, start getting involved in this stuff. And so then I look at how many times or how often do you have rosters full of dudes 
walking in front of your camera, making it obvious they took a break. Uh, no, how many times do you have full rosters doing any sport, making bets on the game in person? Hey, dude, you go out and hit 56 five times, I'll pay you five bucks. That happens all the time, dude. Bounties. Don't tell me it doesn't, dude. Bounties, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it happens all the time. I think it's pervasive, and I think it's a problem. I think that's a huge story. I mean, in case Sean, case Sean Booty, uh, allegedly placed 8,900 bets, 17 on football, including prop bets on his own performance, including an eight-leg parlay. Uh, here are some staggering numbers. Uh, Booty allegedly used the name Kayla Fontenberry in his most prolific account with the user, username Kayshawn Booty01. <laughs> no, I can't say it normally. Man, that's really deceptive, Kayshawn. Uh, and won $385,600 on 1,520 bets. Now, most of that money went back into more bets. He more netted betters. more betters. He netted about $50,000 in his alleged activity. Over two accounts. I think it's a huge problem. So does the NCAA have a gambling problem? Yeah, I mean, on some level, you have a gambling problem. Yeah. But your point about do they care, I think, is the best point. I'm not sure they care. Yep. Breaking news uh, out of the NBA at this hour. On the Monty program, all our breaking news is brought to you by our good friends at Triday Trading. Trydaytrading.com. I don't know. Uh, Trydaytrading.com. Go and see your financial future. 10 bucks, 30-day trial membership. No obligation at the end of the 30 days. Don't take my word for it. Go get it. Uh, right now at TridayTrading.com. The 2024 Eastern Conference All-Star starters have been announced. Shams says Giannis Antetokounmpo, the gate, great fire. Oh, well, that almost came Whoa, out wrong. Oh, dude. Stay home. That almost Sorry came out wrong. offended by that. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the great coach terminator. <laughs> Captain of the Eastern okay. Conference All-Stars. Just, just real quick, quick pause. Yeah. Are you okay? No. Um, something happened in the bathroom, but I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> um, so Giannis Antetokounmpo, your head coach, is the captain. Uh, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid. Joel. Tyrese, my hamstring hurts, Halliburton. <laughs> and uh, Dame Time Lillard are your Eastern Conference all-star starters i'm so bricked up right now i'm a little fired up right a little fired up okay um i am losing patience with Giannis. Mm -hmm. this whole thing um i'm glad you brought that up i almost had forgotten about Giannis and his love affair with Giannis. adrian griffin Giannis. it's just he's such a fraud the guy the guy is such a fraud and it, it's remarkable to me that we continue to hear about that. It, it's it's just it's wild to me. Yeah. Um, that you have that you you're, you that we're hearing about how Giannis he has so much respect. Oh God, yeah, oh, Adrian. <laughs> I am not your daddy. <laughs> right? Like I'm not your daddy. <laughs> uh. Breaking news. Keep the, it real. the 2024 Western Conference All-Stars. Labrum James. <laughs> uh, Dude. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, LeBron James is your captain for Kadizzle. Cocaine's uh, a hell of a drug. Jokic, uh, fat ass, and shy Gilgis <laughs> Alexander. 
Um, fat ass. Yeah, Luka Doncic. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant first team all fat ass Zion Williams. No, he's just Lucas. Fat. Lucas not fat. He's just small bone. He's husky. Bone. Yeah, hot. He's husky. See? What, hey, what size does your boy there wear? Husky. He wears husky booty. See what I did there? <laughs> he does have a dumper on him. Yeah, dude. Fat dumper. Fat. Uh, Kim Kardashian, Doncic. Uh, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, and Shai Gilgis Alexander. How good is SGA, bro? How Very good. good is that, dude? Very good. And I wonder if Petto State improves now that his whole underage girlfriend thing. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, take the less. Giddy is not an all star. <clears throat> Petto State. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, scratchers and Powerballs, aka West Virginia 501k retirement plan. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't have a drinking problem. I have a drinking answer. Exactly. Okay. Mickey Quintana, I do my day trading via the daily lotto, dude. Trydaytrading.com. First of all, we don't have the lotto in Utah. So this weekend I'll be driving to Arizona to get some lottery tickets. Um, that's happening. Uh, second of all, um, trydaytrading.com. It's not really gambling. It's making money. Uh, you know, no, no, don't, I'm not going to do it. Uh, mud, butt waters could be. Okay. What? Okay. We have limits here, dude. I don't. Yeah. Mud, butt waters. What the hell you know does what? that even mean? Dude? Drew, Drew, watch your mouth. Um, if you in a mirror, preferably, I don't want you to hurt your neck. Uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> SR Will Rogers and FR Demarius Davis announced they are staying at UW along with wow, <laughs> Demon Williams and Dash. Stay hard. Stay hard. Wow. Man, I I mm. should we put? I think we need to pause. We the need show, dude. we need Do like we... a breaking news like sounder. Oh my God! Um, Dash Beverly Hills is Byerly. Uh, wow. Wow. I mean, this is, I, I don't, listen, I want you guys to understand I mean, that. I can pull up the sound bed, dude, if you want me to. The, the gravity you know, of this news like, that, um, you know, Dash Cam Byerly is staying at, I mean, holy, holy cow. crap. How bro, do we, dude. I don't know how we, how do we do this? How, how do we, I, you guys, how do we continue with the show when Dash Byerly and uh sr will rogers and fr demarius <laughs> fr de, de, oh excuse me <laughs> dermarcius davis uh, they're staying at uw I, I mean god damn i will now be able to go home tonight and rest easy knowing that dash cam is staying at uw because I was really worried that he was going to wind up. <laughs> yeah, he. you know, you should have been worried he was going to go the booty route. But, you know, now it looks like he's going to be fine. I freely admit I'm kind of an a-hole. Uh, Kaner, and we need some more mega lottery tickets, you guys. Your, your wish is my command. Maybe if you'd hit the like button, that happened more. But you don't, so it doesn't. Jeff Whitworth, I'm not fat, damn it. I'm big bones. Well, again, tubby. Fat! Uh, Mickey Quintana, Saxon to the Lakers. Utah gets the Clippers in the trade. Hey, I think uh, so. Who's Saxon? Yeah, Colin Saxton. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard he's red hot right now. That's what Pat McAfee told me. <laughs> What's you, up, Pat McAfee? You going to turn on the game or what? No, we can't get it here. Why? Log in. What do you mean log in, dude? 
I have the NBA League Pass and I have well, Jazz Plus, which is not we're been logged good. in as you, bro. Okay, so go to the NBA League Pass, right. douchebag. Okay. okay, here we go. Go to the NBA app. Yeah, this is YouTube. Right, but God, the League Pass is on YouTube God, TV, can, bro. God, can hey, you help look, me? NBA League Pass, God, God, right here. Can you please assist it. me can't with stupid? It. Can't get it. You can't fix stupid people. It's funny. I get it on my TV at home. Go to the NBA Dude, app. Why do you set it up this way? The like, NBA why, app. Dude? Why set it up this way? There's no other way to set it up. Yes, I tried to cheat like you cheat, and I couldn't do it. Well, you're not me. The NBA app TV, mother. <laughs> <laughs> it's three letters. Holy crap, O-P-H. Oh, I don't. Pancake house, old fashioned. Apparently, beer. you know, and, and not not V, dude. I not hate, V as I, in venereal. I hate not V as in venereal. I hate B Samsung's A, keyboard, B, dude. C, how do you hyenas B, with droids do this? You like and how? It's the NBA app, right? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Game time. No, 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 no. God. No, no, no. It's in no, the it's in no. it's in the app store. I'm in the app store, guy. This is literally the app store. You guys were hiring for a new co-host. Like um, you can't fix I don't my I'm, god. Here you go. You can do it better than me. Okay. Well, that's what she said. Here, why um, don't I just cast the game to the TV from my phone? Why don't you just since you know I have it all dialed in? Why don't and you shut your face? I'm him. I'm uh, him. Uh, why don't you just shut your face? Uh, where is this is I have a smart TV, so I just have to tell her to do it. Alexa, open the NBA app. And okay. Okay. This is you know, you have completely derailed the oh, show. Oh, I've derailed the show. You have. Okay. You have. Whatever. Why don't you just cast it to the television? Now it's now we're watching Baywatch. Okay. God dog it. Why have we not done this before? Okay, fuck it. I'm not gonna sit here and jerk with this thing. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Christopher Shannon, little two holes, can't use an app. No, he can't. Okay. Funny, he, no, he has no problem pulling up OnlyFans on his phone. Fans only. Thank you. Uh, since he plays in Utah, shouldn't it be Colin Soakton? I think that's true. Colin Soakton. Dude, be better, bro. Seriously, I, I be think, better, bro. I think that's true. Holy crap, be better. I, I believe that that's the case. Yeah. Where is the app store on Samsung? This is You're painful. in the app store, dude. This is painful. I'm not actually in the app store. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like be Mr. Jerkywad and oh. and go ahead and you were gonna. It's some. There's an issue in the in with. Let me get off the Wi-Fi. Oh, there's an issue. Let me, let me try this again. In other words, you don't know what the hell you're yes, doing. Yes, I do because I watch jazz games every night on my TV and it works fine. And you cast it from your phone. No, I watch it on my TV through the YouTube TV app. Uh, well, then it must be your zip code that you put in. Maybe. I don't know. I can't find the app store. On Okay. This is so front. This is why I hate TV. Yeah. I mean, right now. Yeah. It's, yeah. Anyway, we don't need to watch Jazz Game right now. It's fine. Jack like, off. we can, we, we've got other stuff to watch. Uh, tech gurus on display. We're not. Wasikowski, all the way to left with the squares. Thank you. It, it, thanks. It's fine. Uh, all right. Speaking of Wasikowski, can we please talk about this? Uh, <sighs> Colombian dating situation. Okay. 
let me get this right before we get into bro this. this is where we you just said colombian dating situation Bogota. bro tony montana <laughs> fucking tony montana Man, tony montana okay so american expats there are a lot of them in bogota <laughs> and apparently dating apps are huge in bogota yeah bogota Omaha. Uh, okay, so dating apps are huge in Bogota. Yeah. And these American expats go on these dating apps. They meet a honey. They start getting chatted up. You know. And so this guy's like, hey, you know what, man? Baby, why don't we do this in person? Okay. All right. Yeah, we're, we'll meet at this wine bar. We'll, yeah. Okay, great. They meet in person. Beer, What's up, big bro? Beer goes down, wine goes down. And then apparently you go down. You well, wind but, up, you wind up back at your apartment. You wake up the next morning. There is no hot Colombian girl, and your passport and your children's passport have all been stolen. Amongst, it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Amongst other things. You're simply just grateful you're not dead, which has happened to other American men who have been murdered in Bogota on the dating apps to the point where the U.S. State Department has issued warnings about being aware of your surroundings when trying to get um, to become one with a, a, a another human. Is it possible that they could ride the D? I don't know how people date nowadays. Now, my wife is probably going to dump my ass any day now, I would assume. I would if I was ever single, I would not use a dating app. I'm just not doing it. Like I see the the level of like absolute bottom feeding tilapia that Jake pulled out of the river, otherwise known as Hinge. Um and I'm not willing to do that. I'm not. And even if you go wild caught instead of like you know like cage raised tilapia it farm. doesn't matter farm raised thank you yeah, yeah. Uh, farm tilapia is no better on hinge than the caught in the wild with a bunch of scabies yeah but i found a good one you know you just gotta you just gotta go on enough dates oh, and... oh really well what was your what was your whole theory when you were you know, when you were getting trolled by girls who simply wanted physical, broke up with you, over text message? you know, physical Dude, gratification you in your living room. Such a jag about this right now. No, I'm being serious because we're talking about dating apps. Right. I know. Jake was like, I'm done. I'm done, bro. I am. I'm done. You were worse than me at golf. Wow. You were like, fuck this. I'm, I'm, I'm never dating again. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I am not. Bro. I am not eating that. That. That farm raised tilapia yeah it's frustrating it's full of mud it's frustrating no <laughs> doubt about it it's frustrating how many times were you like i'm done plenty how many times did i say just go on one more day well you don't have to pay for it and they want a free meal and there's no nookie like it's just not worth it well how many times did you say that a lot right a lot yeah uh a lot <laughs> A lot. Christopher Shannon. Two holes was used for Big Bone and he complained all the time. Honestly, it's our stroking, guys. All this girl wants is to ride the bucking Bronco. You got to get stroked. And she doesn't understand that that saddle chafes. Like, that's how many times? Uh -huh. This is your beloved. How many times? Like, she's not even hot. Well. How many times? Uh -huh. 
I should probably stop. Mike Smith, dolphin safe, bumblebee tuna. It's good for you and safe on your mate. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, James, I went on Facebook dating and put in my profile, must like sports. Met a real woman who loves sports, and a year later we got married. <laughs> dating apps don't work, but fucking Facebook does. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Wait, so this is your advice. Look, bro. Look, man. I'm the dating expert. Don't go on Grinder. <laughs> Don't go on Grinder. Or you're going to get gutted like that steer in stool water. Don't go on Grinder or you'll wind up on the ground in front of a frat that house. motherfucker. Don't miss, man. But you can totally trust Facebook as long as you put must like sports in your bio. And That's if you put. interesting, man. If you put must like sports in your bio. Dallas County will respond. Macaque. <laughs> so dating apps suck, but Facebook's safe. <laughs> James. And now the uh, portion uh, of the program uh, where James triggers fat hey, ass. James, James, bro. Uh, how much money did you spend on dates through Facebook? Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a lot. I am not. Trust me. Was your average bro, more than $40 per day? Bro, trust me when I say this. I'm out of bucked up. Trust me when I say this. If I am ever single again, and God damn, I hope I'm not. Because I am married to the Queen Bee. I want you to listen to me. I'm never getting on Facebook. I'm going to say this again. Even if there's a fire. <laughs> I am never, ever. <laughs> uh, let me see. You know. I'm a man and I have needs and I wear a size 15 shoe. Where am I going to go to find some ass? Facebook Booty. marketplace. <laughs> I'm a no, man. exactly. Never will I say, Oh, Facebook marketplace. Dude, you want to be a quality woman with, with just like really ripe, really ripe womb. I, I'm thinking Facebook marketplace. No, here I am. <laughs> no. You're going to die. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna go ahead and say that, you know, the Facebook Marketplace in Bogota probably isn't real productive for staying alive. You know, your kill to death ratio on the Bogota Facebook Marketplace is Double pretty tap. low, dude. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking. <laughs> I think a far better option is MySpace. If you go on MySpace, that's where you find the hot shit. <laughs> <laughs> We went to basketball, baseball, and football games together and had a blast. She's the one for me. Hey, man, I'm happy for you. Daddy? I'm not your daddy. I'm not your daddy. <laughs> um, Facebook and Craigslist are great dating apps. Dude. <laughs> Bro, we used to do a segment. Lover boy. Bro, when I was in Sacramento... I'm I think it was Sacramento somewhere. We used to do a segment reading the personal ads off of Craigslist. <laughs> Bro, the personals on Craigslist are remarkable. The cack. Oh my God. Oh my God. Come on, man. Uh Carruthers, never getting on Facebook. You sound like my dad. Your Via dad, social media. Your dad's a smart Facebook sucks. It's terrible. I'm not your daddy. Uh, can you find a Colombian in Miami? I'm sure you can. Maury. Christopher Shannon, get on the dating app. Uh, Mike Smith, the tests have come back. You are the father. Damn, bro. 
Jesus. Oh, my God. Dude, Facebook. Lie detector test determined. That was a lie. Dude, Facebook is dreadful. Capazzo, on MySpace, uh, what a blast from the past. Oh, yeah. MySpace, dude. Remember MySpace? You have one friend, and it's the asshole who founded this site. Right? Like, are you kidding me? Do you guys remember Napster, the music, the music downloading site? Oh my God, Napster was amazing. That's so long ago. Uh, are the MySpace girls gold diggers? I'm gonna say they're not. They're there looking for true love, no matter what your net worth is. But have you checked your car's warranty lately? <laughs> Don't ever get divorced. It's cheaper to keep her. I, my wife is amazing. Oh. I, I would. I don't know what I would do without that woman. Yeah. Like she is. She hates cars, but other than that, you know. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Christopher Shannon, casual encounters. Right. Uh, I'm looking for a uh uh SW. What is it? Single white female SWF for a casual encounter. <laughs> 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 Luca uh, uh, Capazzo, Luca, I'm your father. Yeah, right. Tom, yes. Mike Smith, Tom. Look at what this is. What OSU Cowboy Country just sent me. First of all, can I just ask, how in the hell are you with a Baylor fan? You're dating a Baylor fan? How? How does that work, bro? They kept Dave. You went to you. You're you're dating a. James, you're dating you a Baylor me, fan. Can you help me understand how, as a as an OSU guy, you're dating a Baylor fan? Like, can you tell me how that works? Joseph Carruthers, I want to find a girl like James found. <laughs> Mr. Preston, facial recognition. <laughs> facial recognition. <laughs> well done, sir. Oh! Good to hear from you, bro. I love you, dude. That's awesome. I have no Facebook, Instagram, just a LinkedIn account I don't ever use. I LinkedIn, you know what the problem with LinkedIn is? I post on LinkedIn, but I get so much, and I you guys are going to think I'm full of crap. I am not. I get so many messages from accounts that have like a female setup, like a picture. <laughs> and, <laughs> I, I just, I, you know, I found your account and I just thought we could be friends. How are you today? No. And then you report it to LinkedIn and they're like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't violate our, our terms of search. So I stopped looking at my, yeah, messages. We're not making any changes. I rarely look at my messages on LinkedIn because yeah. it's always like some girl who's like, Oh, I, um, man, you have a like the one girl was like, you have a great profile picture. Um, I'd like to meet you. Yeah. It's my company's logo. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, Mike Smith. He is a pokey. She is a bear. Bear poker James. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's fair. I've never met a real life Baylor fan. I have never either. I actually. Yeah, I didn't know they existed. This is like, this is like that Black Panther that nobody's ever seen. You know, Mickey Quintana, she's probably his sister. Don't what be is, an stop. asshole, dude. Don't be an asshole. Sounds That's like a plot nice. from a hostile remake. Exactly. What did James okay, say? So I went to Oak. Oak Okie State, right? I'm the pride of the Gundys. Hey, guys. And, you know, she went to Baylor. I think I've hit it every time. I mean, you're never going to find a perfect woman, and I can overlook those things. I mean, I'm almost like Notre Dame. So <laughs> like, how, man? Uh, why is Jake asking, didn't find all this out when he was over to James for family home evening? Yeah, I mean, you guys are friends. You you guys don't text about this? No, he DMs me pictures of his significant other, though. Apparently. No, I'm not going there. 
Uh, did Jake shave his soul patch? It's been a couple of weeks. I'm I'm not playing your games. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not making any changes. Jake. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not talking about that. <laughs> Jake. Jake. Did you did you Hugh Janus? No, say... I did not eat ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't. So you shaved it. Yeah, it's been shaved, bro. You shaved the pube lip. I'm no, proud I of you. didn't. The barber did. The barber. We it was on. We put it in the group. If you're a members only, top the best barber ever goes in. You know it. Uh, it's easy to like Baylor fans. Most of them are good people. Yeah, I mean David Koresh was phenomenal. <laughs> David Koresh. David Koresh. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I'm. I. Oh I am sorry. God, I apologize. Dude. He only lived in Waco. I'm not sure he went to Baylor. Because it's all part of the plan. <laughs> I am you a terrible person. David <laughs> Dude. I am a terrible fucking person. <clears throat> they just need more barbecue at McLean <laughs> Stadium and Foster Pavilion. I can see the new basketball arena. It's amazing. There's a video on my YouTube channel. <laughs> Hi, this is James. Welcome back. Oh my God, no bro! Oh, okay. dude, <laughs> how does this happen, bro? Wait, so let me get this right. Kayshawn Booty, Kayshawn, <laughs> and David Corish. David Corish, that motherfucker, David Corish. <laughs> Who knew he? Got? No, I'm not. Nope, we're not doing. I'm the real. Damn, James, they're going hard. David Koresh thought he was Jesus. Never understood why Jesus was wearing glasses with that perfect vision. Name, image, and likeness. Jake does love James. Did we ever get a sound drop of that with a follow-up? Yay! Sound drop in one. Yay! I love you, Jake. Love you. One of the greatest moments ever. Cause shit's going good. <laughs> oh man, the stuff that James brings out on this show. I don't. I don't even. I don't know. What did James say there? Oh, now James's comments are first. Ooh. Well, uh, when someone said I dated my sister, I busted out laughing. I wasn't offended. Okay. So you did. I'm still trying, but, but. So you did or you're open to it? This is your beloved. <laughs> is it question. possible that they could ride the D? <laughs> I'm just, I, now that, now that Gunnar Gundy is down at Alabama. I don't give a piss about nothing but the time, baby. <laughs> Oh my God! What? <laughs> James is truly a money show treasure. Yes. 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 Yes, James. We know it is fake. Yes, we know it's fake. <laughs> yeah, because Gunnar Gundy's a starting quarterback. He's better than Jalen Milrow. You fucking don't. Yeah, Gunnar Gundy can at least catch a snap from center. Sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> I, I, oh my God. Bro. No, I'm not playing. Stop DMing me. <laughs> stop. Anyway. Yes, we know. We know it was fake, James. Do you really think Gunnar Gundy is going Alabama? Do you, anyway. Alex, wow, that soundbite was amazing. <laughs> 
I'm just telling you. Which, which one? Because there's been many. The Alabama one. Oh. I don't give a piss about nothing but the Tide, baby. <laughs> I'm telling you, Roll Tide Willie. Incredible. He their church, their bar stool is trying. Dave oh. Portnoy is trying to raise money so Willie can re- renovate his house. It's a it's a huge thing. You guys should have James host with you. No, we shouldn't. No. All right. Uh, I guess Facebook is better than than the way Vinny Mac got it. I don't know how who's Vinny Mac and how do you get a girl. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck are you? Uh, I have no idea. That's it. Show's over. Oh. Don't forget tomorrow morning. We will be live on the showgram, uh, 8 Pacific, 11 Eastern. Uh, that's 9 a.m. Mountain Time. Not which sure is... what time it is in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> okay, admittedly, I laughed at myself about this. <laughs> Shit was funny, dude. We had a meeting today. So funny, dude. We had a meeting today with somebody in Arizona, and he's like, "Oh, well, I mean, they're an hour behind us." I'm like, "No, they're not. No, they're not." Arizona don't change time, homie. He's like, "What do you mean, bro? It's only 9 a.m. there." No, it's not. It's it was 10. at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Dude. That was one of the funniest things that has ever happened in this studio, bro. Oh my God. Oh, that was amazing. James is a Monty show treasure who might give you his phone. <laughs> exactly. Capazzo, Arizona time is whatever it is in Arizona. Yeah. Exactly right. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Arizona time, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. We will be live right here on the Monty program. Oh. You need wow, to redeem yourself dude. tomorrow. Bro. The Monty Playoff Show. Tomorrow, baby. Let's go. The Monty Show will preview all of the uh, conference championship games, all both of them. Um, uh, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a raw, long day for Lamar. Uh, um, you guys, thank you so much. Hit the like button on the way out. You're the best. Appreciate every one of you, including you, James. Um, thank you. Go Baylor. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.